Well, let me start where we usually start. Uh, it's finally Friday, so welcome to Friday, everyone. This is Hank Strange, and this is Who Moved My Freedom. Make sure you guys go to hankstrange.com, sign up for the email list there. That's where we have all the links. Uh, we are now, where is that coming from? I'm hearing something feeding through there. Is that me or you, Brickell? <laughs> Um, that might gotta, be you. Oh yeah, really? I don't. Uh, uh, it's finally Friday, so welcome to Friday, everyone. This I don't think that's me. I don't have anything open. This is who moved my freedom. There's some feedback sure going on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> no, no well, worries. Joe, okay. Joe had it open on one of the things. Sorry, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, Joe. All right, let's get back to this. Listen, we are. We are users of Blackout Coffee, and you guys can find a link in the description of this video for Blackout Coffee. Lola is big on coffee. I'm getting into it. I'm a fan of the cold brew, uh, as well as they have, you know, they've got like tea and hot chocolate and all that kind of stuff. So go check out and support Blackout Coffee, and that will also help support us. There's a link, as I said, in the description. I'm sure Lola will throw a link up there. Big shout out to Safety Harbor Firearms. Big thanks to them for sponsoring this show and other stuff that we do on the internet. I'm going to load my guest here and we are going to do the kickoff. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Hank Strange. All right, situation. guys. Welcome Lifestyle to the channel. Smash the subscribe button. Smash the thumbs ups. Ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. There's the bell. Ding a ling a ling. I'm not good at doing ding-a-ling-a-ling. -ling. Oh, so uh, we are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Um, it's finally Friday. My guest is Brickell, American Gun Chick. Uh, let's do jazz hands. Let's start with that. Let's be official. There she goes. She's Yeah, she's doing jazz hands. For this Friday, it's just me and Brickell kicking it over here. This is episode 827 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Like I said, Brickell, American Gun Chick, is my guest. Welcome. Um, I first of all, I need to say, uh, can, can I like? I'm gonna call Joe Big Papa. Can I call you Big Mama or? Yeah, uh, I mean, Mama Gun Chick. Go, yeah, like, you can what's call good? me. Uh -huh. Yeah, call Joe Big Papa or Papa Joe. Papa Joe. Then, oh no. Hey, you can call me American Gun Mom. <laughs> American Gun Mom. Congratulations. Obviously, this is like we're not breaking anything here. You are uh, with the baby. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I did uh, my uh, announcement uh, video. What was that like last week or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, so everyone knows. So we're all good, you know. But right. things are going good. Mm hmm. How does it feel? Yeah. How does it? This is like a whole new, brave new world that you're entering into now. Yeah. You know, do you do you feel any different at this point or? Um, like yes and no, sort of. It, it's kind of interesting because. Sometimes I just feel totally normal and I, I, at this point now I'm showing, you know, like people can tell, I think strangers can tell and stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's pretty cool. Sometimes it's like, I get really excited and really happy and like, um, just overwhelming feeling of excitement. And then sometimes I feel like, man, kind of nervous and worried that I'm, I'm not going to know what to do with a baby, you know, like mm -hmm. if you think about it coming from somebody that's never, I've never even probably changed a diaper or babysat kids that were younger than like toddlers <laughs> well you were so, a baby right i mean you were a baby at some point i don't know that gives you some, some kind point, of experience but, but i'm pretty sure somebody else changed my diaper for me so you know <laughs> but, i mean and and then it's a mixture of like uh sometimes just anxiety because 
you know, you want to do everything right. You, you know, I want to make sure I'm eating enough. And then sometimes I feel like, well, what if I'm eating too much? And then uh, just like worrying about um, is the baby moving enough or is the baby still okay in there? And just a, a lot of like irrational stuff is mm-hmm. what I would say, which right. I think it's best to just relax and live your life and just let the baby grow in there and do its thing and just, you know, try to ignore it, I guess, kind of, and just mm-hmm. be happy, you know? Yeah, you but should be happy. It's, it's the most... That's the most awesome thing we could do as human beings is to uh, have children, uh, you know, bring them into this world and take care of them and nurture them. So, uh, you yeah. know, and and I'm going to echo what K&M Arms says here. None of us ever knew what we were doing with the first one. And I agree with that. When Lola and I first had kids, I mean, it's the same situation for us. But I think, and, and I for me observing Lola one I understand what you know what your feelings are because you have all these hormones and everything going and and that you know that affects your body and your mind right but naturally everything's going to kick in you know uh, whether you believe in God or not or you want you believe it's nature or whatever everything is already built inside of you to to have that baby and take care of that baby and, and grow it into a happy healthy adult so don't worry yeah. so much about it, is what I would say. Yeah, people have been having babies. And then, and then you know, you look at it like people have been having babies since the beginning of time, literally. I mean, mm-hmm. we've, people had babies before Google and before ultrasounds or anything mm-hmm. and prenatal business and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, and people figured it out. And then there's people, even the dumbest people on the planet have babies and they figure it out. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm I mean, sure. that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> But it's a it's a beautiful thing, and you have everything that you, you know, you have everything that you need. To be honest, you know, I think you you have everything there, and um, you know, just enjoy the journey. I think that's what life is. So that's for my. I'm sure that folks have questions about that or advice about it, and you'll get a lot of that. And you might read some books, or I don't know what the kids do nowadays. Look at YouTube videos about having babies or whatever that's all natural and and part of this this thing to be worried when lola and i had the first one we were so worried and we put in all these safety things and we put gates everywhere and it was all you know which you can't keep your kids 100 percent safe trust me they still fell off the beds or did whatever but then by the time we had the second one we're like oh whatever this is not this is not really that complicated so yeah yeah that makes sense i mean I mean, you got to think with the first one, you don't really know what's going on and you're, you literally, like nobody, like in school, they don't really put you through a, uh, how to take care of a child course really or Mm -hmm. anything. So, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, but there are, there are stuff out there like that. Uh, so Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms, who you know, says he wants to know, because obviously he's a very food oriented person and we all know he really loves butter. You know, he loves butter. So uh, that's a whole thing. I don't even know if you saw that. But he wants to know if you had any food cravings. Um, No, not really. You know, they always say that people when they're pregnant, they crave weird stuff like peanut butters and pickle. Like mm-hmm. peanut butter smeared on a pickle or um, like chalk and all kinds of crazy weird stuff. But no, I haven't had any uh, weird cravings or cravings in general. I don't really crave anything. I think... I just do have a hearty appetite, though. You know, I like to eat, mm-hmm. and if I go a couple hours without eating, then I start to get kind of, like, feeling kind of weak and lightheaded, like I need to eat. Mm-hmm. But, 
just whatever. If I see somebody eating something that looks good, I'm like, wow, now I really want to eat that. And I'm, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> okay, so basically everything, everything. Um, yeah. Lola says, enjoy the experience. Mother Nature will take care of the rest. That's from Lola. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. Armin and Axis says, don't read, uh, what is this? Don't read Dr. Spock on kids. He abused his kids. Okay. Uh, oh. And uh, Appalachian Gunrunner says, some Cherokee gave birth while walking the trail of tears. Humans are amazing animals, and human mothers are some of the most amazing creatures on Earth. I agree with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching some videos of women giving birth. It doesn't actually show them giving birth, but it shows, like, their birth vlogs. Mm-hmm. And the whole process, I guess you're there for a couple of days, like you're there for a while. And mm-hmm. some women are in labor for, for like four hours. Some women are in labor for 30 hours. And it's pretty amazing how they could go through all that. And, you know, it must be pretty amazing because they choose to do it again, you know. Yeah. But. Well, so. It is, it is. Yeah. Do you, you know, I don't know how much you want to talk about this. And trust me, like, it's all up to you. I don't want to you know, invade in you guys' privacy or anything like that. Um, so just let me know if anyone's asking any questions that's, like, out of bounds. Um, yeah. No, it's okay. I, actually, I kind of like, um, it's mm-hmm. kind of refreshing talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy talking about uh, firearms and all my classes and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love teaching classes with a passion, but this is something new to me and something so interesting that I like talking about it a lot because... I like hearing other people's opinions and other people's advice. And I think it's just interesting because everybody also, I've noticed everybody has a different way of doing something. Having a baby is kind of like shooting guns. Everybody says you've got to do it this way and this is the only way. And it contradicts everybody else's opinions, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I've already gotten tons of opinions from my mom and she told me you need to do this, this and this, you know? Yeah. Right. So are you the first one in the in the family of the kids to be having kids or Yeah, and she has five kids, so and we're all grown ups pretty much, so it's pretty crazy. Oh, okay. All right. So she's she's pretty happy about this. She's about to be a grandma. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell she's pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So uh a couple of different things. First of all, Lola sent me this picture right here. So I guess I gotta share this with everyone and and you of course so this young fella right here is actually me (laughs) and uh this is one of the kids i think this is probably the first one right here (laughs) is that in the hospital yeah this will be 1999 um in the hospital in new jersey um yeah wow that was a long time ago when i was a skinnier uh ball-headed dude yeah well you look good you look good (laughs) bald-headed (laughs) <laughs> yeah i uh yeah i always cut my uh i cut my hair off a lot because i didn't want like people get crazy about my hair and can't handle that is i know it's weird like a lot of people don't understand that but people get uh all crazy about my hair they don't realize like i'm indian and that's why my hair looked like that so for most of my life i never i never really showed that i always just cut it off or did whatever and when i started doing this gun thing i was like you know what I don't even, I don't want to cut my hair all like that anymore. So I'm just, I was looking for the, what hairstyle to rock. And, yeah. uh, I didn't want to do like a full blown Afro. So that's where the, the Mohawk comes from. If that, I don't know, that's probably not even interesting 
to anyone. Oh, that's, uh, that's interesting. Check, I like that picture too. That's that's super cute. Yeah, check this one out. Here, Lola is sending me a bunch of pictures now. This is me and look at those kids. This is like Aww. kids having kids. I was at least 24 years old back then, by the way. Wow. So, just okay. if anyone wants to know. But look at that. Look at Lola. And yeah. Aww. I used to be skinny. No one no one believes I was a skinny dude. But uh, yeah, I was a skinny dude, you know. Skinny yeah. dude back well, in the days. You just got super content and decided to eat a lot uh the kids will do this to you <laughs> no that's not really i mean for me what happened was i i really so back then in those times and still now i have crohn's and uh maybe a year or so before um all of this happened maybe two years or something i actually found out i had crohn's so the medications for that in the beginning they gave me a lot of steroids and things prednisone and all that and that actually just changed my whole body type you know yeah. so uh, that and being married and then having kids and yeah you know then yeah. you know you're not you're not competitive anymore you're not on the market you know you don't have to keep up your maximum sexy necessarily you know if you do it's yeah. for yourself kind of you know that's how that goes so exactly. um yeah so how how exactly uh you know if you don't mind me asking like how pregnant are you when is this bundle dropping how knocked up are you american gun chick um so i am tomorrow actually i'll be 22 weeks so today i'm 21 weeks but tomorrow 22 weeks so that's pretty much a little bit more than halfway there so that's they would say about five months i think at the end of this month it'll be like five okay months. now i gotta do math you're making me do math Man, people are talking. They always go by weeks. But then when people, people go in weeks, it's so confusing to me. Yeah. They go like, how old is your kid? Oh, he's 52 weeks old. Wait, wait, wait. Like, that's like at least six years old. Why are we going in weeks? <laughs> when people always ask me, how many months are you? I'm like, I yeah. I, was like, I have to be like, let me think. I know how many yeah. weeks I am, but let me, let me think. Yeah. yeah so months. it's about five months. It's about five months. And you just found out? You just realized no. this? No, not, I didn't just, I found out, actually, I remember the day that I found out, it was June 28th, mm -hmm. and did you watch my video? I'm sure you already watched the video, obviously. I've, I've, read, I've read some stuff and all that, I think you were out training and all that. Yeah, yeah, I was mm -hmm. out training at Tactical Response, and mm -hmm. then um, everything seemed normal, you know, there was no weird symptoms, really, well, there was only like two things that seemed a little bit off like one thing is my lower back was kind of achy and kind of hurting mm -hmm. but i thought that was from because i was doing like force on force and medical and and a room clearing class so i just thought it was from like moving around and getting exercise you know how you just get sore sometimes you know mm -hmm. and then i was waking up uh in the middle of the night to go pee and then i thought well that's kind of weird but it's not so weird that i thought it was crazy you know and then so i did a force on force medical uh low light room clearing class. And then after that, I was like, you know, maybe I should go get a test because it seemed a little weird that, you know, it was kind of late. Like my cycle was kind of late. And then, uh, I I'm sure a lot of women have done this before where they're like, I'm going to get a test. And they're like, you know, being irrational. And they're like, I'm probably, it's probably going to start anytime soon. I'm just being irrational. That's what mm -hmm. I was thinking. I had no mm -hmm. idea. I was like, there's no way, you know, but then it, two of them came out positive. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, Obviously, I took them in the team room, and you know that I don't know if you've been. Well, you probably haven't been to the team room, but people watching, if they've been to the team room, they know that 
um, people are coming and going and there's just like a lot going on in there. So it's not like you can have anything personal and private going mm-hmm. on there. Like you can't have a private conversation when you're in the team room. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Joe was there. I went to the bathroom, took the test, got two positive ones. And then I just walked out and I was like, all right. Like, I don't know what this means. Like I was still almost in like shock. Like, in the <laughs> Okay. I didn't believe it. I was like, these mm-hmm. must be like, there must be something wrong with you. Yeah, it's COVID. <laughs> it's COVID. COVID yeah, is causing then, a misread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then uh, so I just went about my business still traveling. We still had some mm-hmm. stuff we had to do uh, while being on the road and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I tried to call a doctor. And then I think one of the doctors was like, because I was in like South Carolina or something. And they actually mm-hmm. wouldn't take me because they said that um, they want you to go to a doctor that you're going to end up going to long term. And since I live in Texas and didn't live there, they were like, just wait till you get back to Texas. So once I got back to Texas, um, I went to the doctor and then they were like, yeah, you are. And then they did the ultrasound and then I was like, oh, okay, well, here we go, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um, you know, how, like, I, I'm sure people have questions. If people have questions on this subject, you can ask us now before we go on to other stuff. But, um and I'm sure you got a lot of these questions from people because I saw something that you put up about this. That's why I'm asking this. Uh, how did Joe take it? And Joe is the daddy, right? Like, you know, yeah. I mean, I should probably yeah, ask that. I should, <laughs> I should, yeah, I'm messing around. I've known you guys for a long time. <laughs> but unless I don't know I'm if the, everyone uh, knows, like, what's, at, you know. Unless I'm, unless I'm the Virgin Mary and God put this baby in here. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, Joe, it's funny. I know people were probably like, who is the baby daddy? I'm like, yeah. really? Well, you guys have no clue then. Well, mm. obviously, like, people that know us, like you, and, and like, people mm. that we know are mm. going to know, like, oh, yeah, like, they know who Joe is. But people that just watch my videos and maybe they just watch them here and there and not that much, they're not going to have any any idea that I even had a boyfriend or anything. So they're mm-hmm. probably going to be like, well, she's pregnant. Who Who is she with or who? Yeah. You know, I didn't even know she was with someone because I never really bring him up in the in the live feeds I do, but not the main videos. Yeah. So I did get some. Yeah, you've ba- the- you've banished Joe to the background, right? Yeah. He can only he can only be seen, not heard, quietly exactly. in the background. You go. Oh, it puts the me. lotion. It puts the lotion on its skin. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right, but right. Mm-hmm. How Joe took it, um. I don't know. I want to say like in the team room when I showed him, when I showed him like the two lines or whatever at first, he was like, oh, I I think that, I don't think that's what it says. It, I think it just has a baseline and then a second line and it's what that's normal. I'm like, no, it's not normal. (laughs) And then someone that said yes or no, you can't mistake Mm -hmm. that. It didn't say maybe it said Mm -hmm. yes. No. And then he seemed calm. He seemed just like, oh, okay. You know, and then we just went about it and he just seems really normal and Mm-hmm. Now, now I think he seems really happy and excited. Mm-hmm. You know, has Joe had babies before? I mean, we don't, you know, we don't really no. know that much about Joe. So this, so it's the it's the first time for both of you guys, right? Yeah, you know? first time for yeah. both of us. Yeah, I'm sure he's good. You know, I'm sure he's happy. He's like, uh, you know, manhood. That's the that's like what this is one of the. I don't know how everyone feels initially, but me as a dude, I was like, oh yes, I'm a man. I have planted a baby <laughs> you yeah, know that's like uh, 
I've done my duties. <laughs> yeah, the manly duties have been accomplished. <laughs> the only yeah. mission of the male of the species, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's how many. Uh, do, are you guys planning on having like a whole bunch of babies now, or just gonna? You know, what's no, the... <laughs> I'm. Uh, no, I mean I'm I'm 28 years old, so. Uh, oh. No, I think oh, that's you're, a good age to have yeah. a kid, but yeah. I uh, no, I, I think you know even if it's just one kid we have, I think that's totally fine. I've I don't know what it's like to actually have your kid in your arms and have your kid, so I can't say that for sure that I'm like oh you know like this is it. I don't want any more kids, but I do feel like I just want one kid and I don't want more kids. But uh, people have changed their mind and changed their mentality in the future, so I wouldn't do anything to permanently make myself not have kids but as of right now I, i'm just okay with one okay yeah so. uh santi tv is asking how you felt when you found out uh shout out to santi tv and everyone else who's joining um, us i would ask all you guys to smash the thumbs ups shout out to yeah, john crump okay. out there i see clover tack and uh who else i see average joe is out there too so all you guys can can uh talk to average because average joe is joe right are we allowed to can we say that yeah yeah. yeah, I already said it. Yeah, so, so you know, like, send some cigars to Average Joe. I don't even know if he smokes cigars. Yeah, so maybe send some beer. Send <laughs> beer? Oh, okay. <laughs> so how did you feel? How did you feel? Answer that question. Uh, when mm -hmm. I found out, um, I want to say a mixture of, um, you know, excited, but also nervous and a little bit uh, stunned, like surprised, like really like... Um, caught off guard like mm -hmm. it was a surprise because it wasn't like we were um like planning this or anything like that but you know everything happens for a reason so you know right now i feel super grateful and super blessed especially because there's a lot of women out there that can't have kids and there's women out there that are married and that have been trying for years and years and years and it's it, i can understand why it would be so depressing and so sad that they can't and i feel for them hardcore so i see it as a blessing and something that came into my life that was supposed to come into my life, I just didn't know it yet. And but I can't, I can't lie. I, I mean, I was pretty shocked and like, no way, like I couldn't believe it, you know. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm and then Santi has a follow up that she asked before, but I already know the answer to this because, um, according to my sources, you're going to name your baby Hank if it's a boy, and if it's a girl, then, you're going to name it Hankrietta. But Sanity wants well, to know was, if you picked a name. So I thought it was Hankarita. Hankarita, <laughs> I like. Well, that's actually pretty good. Hankarita is good. It's cool too. <laughs> Margarita. <Hankarita>. Margarita. <laughs> so do you, do you have a name? Do you know? Do you guys know uh, the sex of the baby right now? Are you gonna do one of those crazy reveals? And by the way, before you even answer those two, because these are a bunch of questions wrapped up in one, we already had a soothsaying over here at this show. We had a soothsaying. And us dudes, some dudes, we sat down, a soothsaying, you know, like we, we predicted the future like four old dude witches. We sat there and we predicted what the baby's going to be. But I'm asking you, like, do you guys know if it's going to be a boy or a girl or do you have names picked out? Um, so I will say this real quick that we do know what the baby is and we do have a name picked out. But unfortunately, I'm sorry, we're not going to. We're not going to say the sex and we're not going to say the name because we want to like kind of surprise and 
like okay. the internet and do a reveal. I don't know if mm -hmm. we're gonna do a reveal or just an announcement of the sex, because you know with reveals you do like some kind of cool thing where the um, blue or pink stuff comes out. Mm -hmm. So we, I'm not sure which one we're gonna do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, John Doe says baby unboxing. <laughs> baby unboxing. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think no one's done that yet. No one's done that yet, Brickell. Yeah, do a baby unboxing. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Like with the baby in the box and then open it up. Uh, well, I know. I mean, listen, everyone's doing the unveil. The, what is it called? Is that called a reveal? I don't know what the hell people call that nowadays. A what is it when people? Yeah. Is it a reveal? People are always doing some crazy thing, like something blows up and goes this color or that color. Or Yeah, um, there's actually Tannerite or explosives you can get. And it's mm -hmm. either pink or blue and you can shoot it and it explodes and smoke goes everywhere yeah. of that color. Yeah. That would be pretty um, cool, but I feel like, you know, people do mm -hmm. that a lot. Yeah. CB says Hankita. Hankita's not, that's nice. That's so Hankita. cute. Hankita? Yeah, Hankita is a cute name. Uh, Chris Bullis says Hankaricia. <laughs> good names. Hankaricia. Yeah, this, I mean, you could, this could go far. This could go far. Uh, Kathleen Music Lover says no Hank names. Uh, and uh, arms, uh, arms. The armsman says it's a boy. By the way, we all predicted it's a girl. Don't tell us. We all. I know. I'm with you. We all got. We all have to wait. But us soothsayers, us three male witches, we all predicted that it's a girl. So that I'm just putting down the record for you, Raquel, right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. I I get both, but you know, a lot of people have been predicting it's a boy and thinking I think it's a boy. But um, maybe that's because of my because I'm American gun chick and they see me having a boy because guns and all that. I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or some people see me having a girl because they think Autumn's Armory needs some competition. You know. Uh oh. <laughs> oh yeah. So you're gonna have your baby shooting. <laughs> you know what the the image that just came into my brain is that even before the baby is born, like you just see like a fist push out of the uh the birth canal you know with a with a gun yeah before it's even born oh <laughs> uh, okay that would be that's, really that's funny, a, yeah that's probably out of bounds that's probably out of bounds right there i should swallow uh, a goat gun before i go to labor <laughs> oh lord the yeah. nurses would be like get the hell out of here did you put up any sonograms like you know or the 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 uh, little pictures um like on the yeah. internet yeah, you know, no, you know, like so. If you go get the sonogram, you know, you always get that. I remember we had ours from from our from both of our kids on the fridge. But I guess in this social, like we had our kids before social media was super ridiculous like this. And I know people post that. But if you post a sonogram, you could just put a little gun, you know, and the, just superimpose a little gun so the baby's in the yeah. womb with a little gun and like uh, some pink headsets with rhinestones in it. Yeah, yeah, one of my friends, actually, I did get a sonogram. One of my friends photoshopped a little honey badger head on the baby, like, in the in the womb. I thought it was oh, cute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Nice, nice. Um, and honey badger is, like, that's a, you're putting out a, um, I know there's guns named honey badger, but this is something you guys do a lot of stuff around, right? That's, like, a, a yeah. brand. Yeah. Okay. That's our brand, like, the honey badger uh, firearms training it's like that symbol to symbolize that you're a honey badger, which means mm -hmm. that you're like a badass and, mm -hmm. you know, it's our okay. training program. Yeah. Um, and LV Louis Cypher says Joe is the one who determines the biological gender. Uh, that's true. It's all about the dudes. Yeah, the dudes. Uh, 
That's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I've heard that it's all it all has to do with the dudes. And Lola says that uh, those names are ugly names. She doesn't like uh, any of the Hank names, apparently. Uh, oh, okay. You know, uh, well, Brian Quick says the name is going to be Brooklyn, uh, which is a cool name, but I don't know why it's going to be Brooklyn. So. Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. That's a cute name. Yeah. Um, Lola said, huh? Yeah. What's the theory of what? Yeah, exactly. See, Brickell likes Hank Arita. There you go. All we got, all we have to do is uh, convince Joe. Who's the boss of who names the baby? By the way, to you guys, who makes that choice? You want to answer that, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the boss of who names the baby over here? Well, I think since Brickell, Joe just said Brickell. I, th I think, uh, <laughs> I think, don't the mothers have more rights as far as the name of the baby, baby names? Because I don't know what's the traditional. Yeah, someone has people have to tell us who traditionally picks out the names um but i definitely i wouldn't like if i picked a name and he was like oh i hate that name i used to date this girl or i knew this girl too <laughs> or this guy this guy was an asshole like if there was a name i picked and he, he hated that name i uh -huh. probably not that name so i think it's good that we both agree on a name you know but right yeah I know with Lola and I, uh, we just went with names I came up with. And of course, my kids had my last name. So that's how, you know. Yeah. That's how I was rolling. What are your kids' you know. names? I, I forgot. Um, well, I don't, I don't tell people their real names. But one, but I, the part of their real name, one is named Falcon and the other one's named Angst. So I don't really oh, put their, their real names out there, so to speak. You know, because um, obviously my real name's not Hank Strange. But my kids' real names, their real middle names are Angst, and one is named, uh, his middle name is Falcon. That's cool. Falcon. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Angst is just a character that I had in a story. So that, you know, I, I mean, it's literally Angst, the, the dictionary definition of, uh, of the name. And it seems to fit. Either I doomed him with that name or something, but he has, he contains a lot of Angst. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, like teen angst or whatever. Yeah. Um, Lola says, I have to see the baby bump to guess. There's some science about the sex based on how the mother is carrying as well as how she looks facially during pregnancy. Yeah, I've, I've heard stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, my bump. Well, my bump's right here. I don't know. I don't know if I could show it really on camera or how much yeah. I could show. But, oh, are know? we going to try to show the... Okay, yeah. let's see. I can't... I you, you would right have here. to go back a lot here to see the... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, look. Oh, look oh, at you. Yeah. You do have a baby bump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I look like okay, I've been yeah. drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do have a baby bump. I thought you were just messing around there. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh. You thought this was all a prank to the world? <laughs> um, that would be funny. I was like, hey, just kidding, guys. Got you. And they're like, man, this girl is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How far will American Gun Chick go? You know, yeah. but no. So that that looks, yeah, that looks legit in my medical in my medical. Uh, uh. Yeah, I think um, if you saw me and we were strangers, you'd probably think I was pregnant. You know, right. at the beginning it might have looked like I might have just ate too much muffins or something, you know, mm -hmm. or drank too much beer. But now it's like no, that's it's protruding to the point where it's like that's not really normal, you know. Yeah. I could see it in your face too. Like I could see that. Um, you have a double chin. 
I see there's some effect of your face. Like, so when Lola is talking about how the baby, um, having the baby affects the face and all that kind of stuff, I'm not sure what she's saying, but I think, you know, I think your face is like a little bit more full or something like that. Um, if that oh, makes any sense. No, I'm not saying fat. I'm not saying fat. And it also, uh, like, I, I feel now that I'm actually looking at your face, I feel like there's a little masculine, you know, uh, uh, bend to the face. So now I might be retracting my thing and going with a boy. I don't know. This is, I mean, it's a 50-50 shot at this point. So now that I'm looking at the face. The two middle names? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Joe just told me, he, he wants me to uh, tell you the two middle names that we have picked out, like for if it's a girl or if it was a boy. Oh, cool. Okay. What? Okay. Let's hear. Let's hear it. And so these middle names have meaning to them too. So I'll explain the meaning. But for a girl, the middle name would have been Harriet, and then for a boy, the middle name would have been Dwight. So okay. Harriet is after Harriet Tubman because she freed the okay. slaves, and she. I, I okay, cool. always thought she was a badass, in my opinion. Like I mm -hmm. always liked her and looked up to her because I thought what she did was pretty cool. And I think okay. that we need more people like that in this day and age now to. Mm -hmm. help people realize that we all are slaves somewhat kind of you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then uh dwight is after joe's grandpa he was in the military he passed away i think like a year ago or something but he was in the military and he was like a really good guy and joe really looked up to him and he was a really nice guy but he got a bronze star i believe mm -hmm. and then a purple heart what else did he get that was pretty much, that, that was pretty much yeah. it but he uh he did a lot of heroic stuff and he was a a really good person. So those are two awesome people that the and middle buried, name buried in Arlington. Cemetery. Oh, and and buried in Arlington Cemetery. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, that's um, you know, that's that's pretty. Um, I don't want to say. I don't want to just say it's pretty cool. You know, because obviously, uh, you know, he's not here. But he he um, you know, he he did his service to the country in a very honorable yeah. way. So that's that's uh, a, a very nice thing. Lola says uh, she. Lola says, hmm, she's carrying pretty high for now, which speaks to a girl. That's what Lola says. Oh. That's what Lola says. So um, I'm changing my thing. I'm going to go by Brickell's face. I am now going with a boy. But obviously right. we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't seen sonograms here. And, you know, so there, there you go. Lola says, high for girls, low for boys. I don't know. None of this is based on any kind of science. So we're all we're all Dr. Fauci right now. We're just coming up with stuff. <laughs> we are. We're just making shit up. <laughs> we're, we're all Dr. Fauci. Yeah, we're just yeah. guesstimating, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, Rich. Things, yeah, Richard Monda. You know Richard Monda, right? From England. Yeah, patches. Yeah, patches. Patch. Yeah, he says uh, Glock Firefox baby name. Uh, no, I say no to Glock that. Glock Firefox. Yeah. Oh, for the name? Yeah. I don't know yeah, if I call a... my kid Glock. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know if you ever thought of doing any gun-related names and all that, since you're obviously American gun chick or whatever. I like yeah, I like Har I like uh, Harriet. That's very nice. And like you said, Dwight. Those are also uh, cool names. And then you're, um, I, th correct me if I'm wrong, you're partly Mexican, right? Yeah, my mom's Mexican, and my mm -hmm. dad is... He's white, but he's like German and he, he's probably mixed with a couple other stuff, you know, because mm -hmm. everyone kind of is, but he's mostly German, so German and Mexican. 
Okay, there's some cool Spanish names out there, you know. Yeah, well, my child's only going to be, um, what, a quarter Mexican? Because I'm half Mexican. Joe's not Mexican right. at all. So. Right. Mm-hmm. What's, what is Joe? What is Joe? What's ho- Joe's... Uh... He says he's um, English. He's English? I okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what the... What the I, hell does that, that mean? Saying, I don't know what I am, so I'm going to go with English, I think. You know? Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys obviously haven't done any kind of like genetic tests or anything like that. So. No, but I do know uh, I'm Mexican, 100%. I do know that for a fact. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. I don't know if people have other questions about that. I don't know if there's anything else going on there, but you know, definitely keep us posted. Uh, I'm I'm very happy for you guys. This is, you know, to me, there's nothing that I've done or accomplished that to me that to me stands above having my kids. Seriously, that's the biggest thing that I've done in my life. And uh, you know, my our oldest son is uh, 22 years old, and uh, we're pretty happy and pretty proud of having kids and and raising them and making all the sacrifices that goes along with that. And I think it defines who Lola and myself, who we are and how we make decisions. So I really do, you know, I've known you for some time and um, I think that this is a big milestone in your life. And, you know, you've been working pretty hard doing uh, training and all kinds of things. I don't know, not necessarily everyone sees that or understands how hard you guys work and all the the suffering and everything that goes into you like moving around the country and doing all this kind of stuff but this is this is pretty cool man i'm very very proud of you and joe i just wanted you guys to know that well thank you thank you we appreciate that and yeah we're we're really excited i mean i was nervous and scared at first not scared but more like nervous and a little bit shocked at first but um deep down inside i'm super happy and super excited and already love my kid obviously you know because especially for i think a woman i don't know how it is for men it might be a little bit different but for the woman as the baby's growing in your stomach it's a kind of a bonding thing especially when you start to feel them move you know because i can uh feel the baby move Mm -hmm. every once in a while uh every other day and it's just cool because it's something unique and different and you know Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just something you can't really describe it you know Mm -hmm. yeah um, so did you guys ever, uh, do you guys say like, oh, we, when you just said that, you know, do you guys say we're pregnant? Cause I don't personally believe that. Uh-huh. Um, no, I always say, <laughs> I, no, you like, are pregnant. Look, <laughs> yeah. People might look at us and be like, oh yeah, you guys are pregnant. Uh, no, because, no, no, <laughs> you are pregnant. You have, you are, you know, listen, I'm not trying to take away anything from Joe. I never felt like Lola and I were pregnant. Lola was pregnant. And the reason why I'm asking you is that, you know, um, obviously, like, I've I've not had any other kids other than with Lola. And to, you know, to see her get pregnant, carry those babies for nine months, and then deliver them, give birth to them, um, it's, man, it's like a magical, powerful part of this world that we live in and it's a hundred percent on women like women are superheroes to me as a man not just because they're beautiful or there's something i'm attracted to because that is a thing that solely women could do obviously as the man we have our part in that in the you know we have our nature part in this where you know we uh we play a part in making the baby but the fact that the woman carries that baby and nurtures that baby and and delivers that baby and the pain and the suffering and everything that goes into it 
Um, it's it's awesome, man. I just don't know of anything on the face of this planet that matches that. So and yeah. you know, it's, it's great. Yeah, that, that is uh, true. I, I think I've always wondered, and I I always was like, because you get super curious. I always wondered what it was mm -hmm. like to be pregnant, and I would ask women like, what is it like to give birth? What is it like to be pregnant? Because I was always mm -hmm. super curious, and then to actually get to do it and be pregnant, it's almost like. Wow, this is really interesting. Because there have been times where I'm like, wow, w women are really strong because this is really difficult or this just really sucks. Like morning sickness, mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. rough. And that mm -hmm. was not fun at all. And it's not for me, and I've heard other women say this, it wasn't uh, morning sickness. It was really all day sickness. For What it felt like was if you had the stomach flu for three weeks straight, like literally had the stomach flu for three weeks straight. And I'm trying to go and we were hanging out with like, Mike Woodland in South Carolina going shooting with him. And I'm trying to like focus on what I'm doing and not get sick and not throw up. And then I'm trying to focus on, cause we were on the road traveling, doing stuff. I'm trying to focus on just distracting myself so I don't get sick. And I threw up a couple times, mm -hmm. but like that, that part is just, is real. That's been the roughest part for me. Yeah, you already made those commitments, right? So it's not like you could, you know, you made these commitments to go places and do things and people, you know, spent money and everything to yeah. come get that training. You can't go screw you guys. <laughs> the show must go yeah. on. So just like to speak. If, if just like if you have a full time job and even single women, women that do this alone, like, man, I don't know how they do it. That would be really hard because you have to get out of bed, go to work, clock in while you're while you have the stomach flu all day long and it doesn't go away and it's not like at least with the stomach flu you know okay in a couple of days i'm probably gonna feel better for me it was like i don't know when i'm gonna feel better because some women they have it through their whole pregnancy some women have it till nine months eight months and i kept googling every day when will it go away <laughs> it's and, different yeah and every answer is different and i'm like crap this sucks really bad and you have no yeah. appetite i couldn't eat hardly i'm not even joking i probably ate like two bites of food every single day felt like i was starving yeah. and was going to die. You know? So this is that super personal, well. but this might be a clue. Has your body odor changed? And I know that sounds really bad, but um, so like, ha, you know, and, and Joe would probably be the one that knows this more than anyone. I know that happened with our youngest son and he has some serious freaking hormones and he actually changed yeah. Lola's hormones while she was carrying him. That's crazy. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I don't think that I've noticed that I smell different, to be honest. Okay, but all right. Maybe we can ask Joe, because it's hard to tell on yourself sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I, I don't think so. But your yeah, hormones Joe, do change like crazy, yeah. you know? Joe would have to answer that. And I'm just going to say this. Um, at least we now we know you're not a transvestite. Yeah, no, I'm just well, kidding. There's some people out there that had some speculation. No, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I never had any freaking doubt of that. Did you think I was but, a tranny? No, of course not. Come on. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure there's some, there's some I people. I could have a pillow in my shirt. You have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, you are a very feminine chick. So, um, let me see. <laughs> Razor JB says, uh, start that back account. Some people are going to hate on me just for that one that I just said. Yeah. I'm joking around. Me and Brickell always make fun of each other. This is how we get down. So don't get mad. Exactly. Deal with it. Um, and then, so Razor JB says, start that bank account. What is he saying here? Uh, put a hundred dollars, a pay period into the account until they graduate. 
Um, oh, good okay. advice if you could do it. If you could, if you could actually uh, do it. Uh, yeah. Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms says, "Boy's name Chrome Vandium." So that's what Walter yeah. wants you to. Um, Chrome Vandium. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Forty-two Chill says Magnum Steel. Oh, actually, Joe. Joe is liking Chrome. He likes that. Joe likes that. Chrome is dope. Uh oh. Yeah. Chrome. <laughs> Chrome Dwight Vandium. <laughs> wow, that's only a robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, so. I'll tell you what. We'll name our baby Chrome uh, in exchange for a fifty cal. How about that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait, Walter, did you hear that? Wait, hold on. I don't know if Walter wants... Maybe I can... Uh, maybe I can... Does Walter want it to absolutely be Chrome Vandium? <laughs> or it's Chrome good enough? I don't know if you really mean that, though. I don't know if you... you would, yeah. would you actually name your baby Chrome Vandium? Uh, For if a you got, Yeah. Um... Uh, you I mean, gotta check with Joe. <laughs> I mean, I was joking, but Joe's watching uh -huh. this, so he might, he might have something to say about it. Oh, Walter said done. <laughs> Walter Damn. said done. This is yeah. nice, though. This is gonna be hard, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Listen, don't do it. Listen, I've I've given my kids weird names. But you know, we do. How crazy? How crazy do we? Do, do you want that birth certificate to look? You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I would have to give that 50 cal to the kid. It would only be fair because he'd be like, so you gave me some crazy name in, in exchange. So I'm pimping. He's like, you're pimping me out already. Oh, yeah. So For the <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Joe says, nope. <laughs> I love those 50 cows, but hell no. <laughs> oh, hell there no to Chrome? I thought Joe yeah. said he liked Chrome. Yeah. That better be a badass 50 cal that this kid is getting. And by the time he turns, you know, he's old enough or whatever, it's going to have to have scroll work and all kinds of craziness. You I'll know, tell you what, um, how, about, how about his nickname can be Chrome when we go visit Walt? And oh, oh, okay. Temporarily. <laughs> like, and I, I always say him because him is like, mm -hmm. a, you know, when you think about like, mm -hmm. what is the word? So, so sometimes people are like, oh, you're having a boy. Well, sometimes I say him. Sometimes mm -hmm. I say her. I just go back and forth. Yeah. yeah. When we take the baby over to see Walt, then that can be the nickname for the baby. And in exchange, the baby can shoot a 50 cal when the baby gets old enough. Okay. How about when How the about baby's that? old enough, the baby gets a tattoo that says, my name is Chrome Vandia? Uh, yeah, I don't know. No. You baby, don't, do you, do you have tattoos? Do, do, do you I have, have any tattoos? Yeah. No, I don't have any tattoos. Okay. There you go. Walter says baby chrome, baby chrome. Baby so, chrome. Yeah. In the future he might love it. Okay, so listen, I'm going to I'm going to switch things here a little bit. I don't know what the folks want to talk about or if you have anything that um that you want to talk about, you know, feel free to like if you have something cool you want to show us or uh anything you guys have yeah. co coming out um I have one thing. Razor JB says Chrome. Does that hint towards a boy? Everything is gonna hint. Everything's gonna make hints right now. Uh, yeah, because what if it's a girl? What do you call a girl that's that's Chrome? Chromie. <laughs> Chromicia. Chromicia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you guys have? What, what do you uh, What do you want to show us? All right. So yeah, I wanted to show you guys something really cool. Um, this new product right here. 
Um, this is a honey badger next belt. So if you can see right here, it says next belt. Mm. Oh. I want to so, show okay. everybody real quick. If I can get the stupid plastic off. So this is the belt right here. Um, mm -hmm. These belts are awesome. So we're selling these to everybody that wants to buy one. Mm -hmm. And they're perfect gun training belts or belts if you just want to be fashionable or anything like that. But it has the uh, classic next belt. It's almost like a, a zip tie pretty much to where you can tighten it just like that. Oh, okay, cool. And, yeah, and then if you want to loosen it, you just press this right here and you can loosen it. So, yeah. You guys should definitely check it out and get yourself a Honey Badger belt. Where do people get those from? Uh, are you selling that, like on uh, American Gun Chick, or yeah, where can yeah. people so get those? Yeah, we're selling these. Yeah, we're selling these um, on the Honey Badger on our Honey Badger website. So on AmericanHoneyBadger.com. So check it out, and then if you guys send me a message, like if you if you guys are close enough, we can just deliver it to you or whatever. But oh, so, cool. We were selling these to our Honey Badgers first because they're first come, first serve. But mm -hmm. we are selling these also to the public. So, yeah, go to AmericanHoneyBadger.com and get yourself a belt. And then we had another style, but I don't have it over here. It's like a – should have brought it over here. But it's it's like the mm -hmm. face of the Honey Badger, but it's like a, just the silhouette, yeah. basically. Tell Mr. American Gun Chick to go get it. You know, crack the whip over there. Mr. Oh, yeah, Joe, go get the other belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith Gregory wants to know if you still carry the MMP. Um, the MMP? Yeah, will you? Um, I'm, I'm guessing, is that, I guess that's for you. Yeah, because I never carried oh. an MMP, so it can't be me. Yeah, um, I never uh, carried an, an MMP. I always carried a Glock 43, but um, he might be talking about my Smith & Wesson MMP with the Apex Sugar a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to shoot that gun a lot, and I still shoot it a lot. I like that gun, but mm -hmm. I always carried a Glock 43. Here's the other Glock one, but sold out. Yeah, these, these ones are sold out. Oh, this I is like the stealth one. one. I like this one, actually. That's cool. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people like have been liking this one. Yeah, I like that because it's kind of stealth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so you got to make some more of those, Joe. We are. They do. They all sold out. Like I was. Like I wasn't. I was kind of surprised how fast they sold out. They're about fifty-fifty between this one and the other one, but mm -hmm. all these stealth ones sold out. So yeah, uh, that looks. I mean, I like the other one. I like the other one's more colorful. But you know, I'm kind of like a stealth color kind of guy, so I like that. Yeah. Oh, right Show the logo and explain the logo in case you haven't seen it before. Yeah. So, in case you guys haven't seen, oh, it's like really shiny. You just gotta but tint it, guys, tilt it a little bit. Yeah. But we oh, can see it. That, yeah. one's, that one's reflective. Yeah, yeah that's in case cool. You guys haven't seen this, this is the Honey Badger logo. And if you look really close, you can see there's a pistol right here. Mm -hmm. And then there is a knife right right over here at the very top. Mm -hmm. Can you see that? I can see the pistol and the knife. Uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff blocking. I've got a bunch of stuff blocking my... Uh... Okay, I think I see that. Yeah, yeah. Right by the nose above the eye. Yeah. Uh huh. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, 
I really like the stealth one. All right, so listen, let's do this. Uh, we'll 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 come back to that before we end. Um, so uh, Armament and Axes gave us some money here. We gotta money, 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 money. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks to uh, Armament and Axes. He says Alec Baldwin prop gun shooting. Have you heard about this? Yeah, actually, um, I didn't know a lot about him or a lot about any of that before mm -hmm. today, but I was looking at different posts and stuff um, mm -hmm. and reading about some of that stuff today. Yeah, apparently he, uh, they were on set and they were filming like a Western movie or something like that. And they were using, I believe, black powder type style uh, pistols. And then, but then they accidentally had a real cartridge in there somehow is what I heard. And then um, one, of the, one of the ladies that was the um, directors uh, or... Director of photography, which would be cinema or cinematographer yeah. or the person running the camera or in charge of he, filming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He shot her and she unfortunately passed away. And then somebody else got injured. So, yeah, that was a kind yeah. of a, a terrible thing. Yeah, it's a it's a shocking, terrible, all the way around kind of thing that I heard about early this morning when I got up. I think Babyface first sent it to me. Um, there's an article that John Crump put up. Let me see if I can uh, get that up here on the screen. Let's see. There we go. Um, so here's the headline. Update on Alec Baldwin movie set shooting death. And additional information continues to trickle out in the Rust movie onset shooting death of director of photography uh, Helena Hutchins and wounding of the film's director Joel Souza. It seems that Baldwin wore dual hats as both the star as well as the producer of the film. Authorities now acknowledge the obvious. The prop gun uh, loaded with blanks was in quote unquote loaded with blanks was indeed a real gun that was loaded with at least one live round and there's more. Um, in movies, the producer supervises all manner of the movie's production. Again, Baldwin was producing this Western period piece. Someone approved the use of live firearms as opposed to inert prop guns or blank firing replicas on the set. And the producer, Baldwin, was ultimately responsible for approving that decision either tactically or, uh, or I'm sorry, tacitly, excuse me, or directly. And someone on the set brought live ammunition to feed that real firearm a cardinal safety sin and it goes on um you should you guys should check out this article from john crump it talks about alec baldwin as well as the um the cinematographer here and uh you know who she was how she came to be here how she got into hollywood and all that kind of stuff so and there's a lot of different things uh coming out with this right like I don't think right now everyone knows what happens. I know the big the big thing about it is one, someone died here, someone else got injured, and then a very famous person that we all know about, Alec Baldwin, a lot of us don't like, right? And and very famously anti-gun, um, super liberal dude is wrapped up in this whole thing, um, you know. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff coming out of people speculating. Everyone like you know. It's natural. I'm not knocking anyone for it or whatever, but obviously an investigation has to happen here to figure out how this whole thing happened. The, the reality of what we know is that the cinematographer is no longer with us, and that is ridiculously, terribly tragic um, for, for her and her family. 
Um, from what I saw in, in the news reports, she's married, she has a kid, she has like a young baby. Um, you know, it just sucks all the way around. And then I think there's a lots of pictures and videos and stuff like that of Alec Baldwin himself being pretty distraught about it. So wh yeah. whether you like him or not, it, you know, in a situation like this where you obviously accidentally take someone's life, I mean, it's, you know, it's an insane thing. And um, in the gun world, we talk about safety and all that. And, you know, we, we kind of go through that, right? We, we, we make videos where we shoot guns and we shoot real guns. They're not props for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, sometimes some people might be using props, but we're typically using real guns and real ammo. And, you know, we're, we're extremely concerned about the safety and wanting to make sure the bad things don't happen. So it really just sucks all the way around. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. This might be a, a really stupid question or a dumb question, but what pops up in my head is why was there live ammo there to begin with? Because when, whenever I've done uh, force on force and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they double check and triple check everybody and make sure that there's no live ammo even in your pocket yeah. or anywhere that it could possibly get into a gun. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, don't they do that there? So like, how did that even happen? You know? Yeah, so um, in the past, we've had uh, a gentleman named uh, Larry Zanoff on this show, and he's the prop master. I think, I believe that he is the head, I'm trying to think of what, hold on, I'll, I, I want to make sure I don't actually mess this up, but um, Larry Zanoff, I think, is the, um, he's the head of the weapons department for Independent Studio Services, which is the biggest uh studio or prop you know when you make movies every single thing in a movie is a prop right so typically in movies except if it's a very low budget movie every single thing that you see in there if you see a baby stroller if you see a computer whatever you see in that movie cups all of that they're all props everything including guns and so independent studio services is one of the biggest ones of those that exist here i think i first went there um, a few years ago, uh, Brownells took us out there in California, and Larry Zanoff is the head of that. He goes on TV. He's in charge on uh, big movie sets, TV shows. He even has his own TV show where they talk about guns and guns in movies and TV shows, right? And if anyone was looking at the news today um, on CNN and all these different places, you're going to see video of Larry Zanoff talking about this, like how, you know, how are movies... Uh, how do movie sets handle guns? So, you know, I reached out to him. He basically was telling me that uh, he says, uh, yeah, this news is tragic. I've been up all night with interviews from different news outlets asking for comments. We were not involved with that particular production, so I don't know what occurred, but clearly something went very wrong. I guess we'll have to wait for the official investigation to conclude before we know the real details. But the thing is, is on a movie set, there's people there that are responsible for these props. Then there's some props that you don't think about that much, right? You yeah. know, a cup, you know, even like even if they have bottles on there, like this is pure leaf, but even that's a prop. Um, because they don't want to get sued, it won't be pure leaf, right? It'll be the name of some other thing or whatever. But when it comes to guns, someone's supposed to be there and responsible for those guns. And as um, as in John's thing, he's talking about how, you remember Bruce Lee's son, Brandon Lee? Uh, yeah. You know, like he died on a movie set with with a gun that wasn't under proper care. 
So there's, there's a specific way that these guns are supposed to be handled, and there's specific people in charge of those guns. You know? Yeah. Um, and they, and, and they, I think in the case of, um, in the case, excuse me, something, this thing is making a lot of noise in my ear. Yeah, in the, in the case of, um, in the case of Brandon Lee, for example, which that investigation went on and whatever, there was not proper handling of that gun. Uh, I, I believe that the guys who were supposed to be in charge of it were not there at the time. So, yeah. but they decided to kind of try to shoot this scene without those guys. Something went wrong, people get hurt, you know? Yeah, yeah, It's I'm, I mean, it's really weird. I mean, just as human beings, we all make mistakes and things can happen. And, you know, with doing anything, things just happen. And yeah, I mean, so, so I get that. So I'm not trying to say like, oh, those idiots, they should, you know, stuff yeah. happens. But at the same something time, went wrong, though, something something obviously something, went badly wrong because it's not. So yeah. if if they were doing what they were supposed to do, if they were following this, there's laid out procedures. So let's say they weren't following that. Like I heard uh, there's some rumors, for example, that they didn't have a prop master on the set, right? Or someone that was in charge of the guns. I don't, I don't believe that. Um, you know, uh, I, 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 th I, f I feel that that's like very unlikely that they're, that a, a production like that's going on and there's not a prop master. But I actually spoke to yeah. a friend of mine who knows someone that's uh, in charge of props on that set of that movie. You know, and that my my friend also made one of the props for the movie. It's not a gun, but so there's no way that that kind of stuff is going on, and there's not some sort of prop masters, right, or someone yeah. responsible for it. But people might not follow the rules. So maybe at that time when this happened, I think also I heard that the gun, the specific gun used in this thing, was a gun, was a real gun, and it belonged to Alec Baldwin. And obviously he's the producer, so maybe somewhere there, that's the reason why there was mishandling of that gun. And this is a Western, so we're not talking about a machine gun. You know, we're talking about single action, you know, yeah. um, type of thing. So somewhere along the way, the the this is why this is why this kind of stuff happens. There's some rule that you don't follow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why yeah. rules are kind of important. You know, I yeah. mean, not rules where you're controlling everybody, but you know, certain things have to be a certain way or else things do happen. Bad things can happen. Mm -hmm. And it's tragic. And I feel so bad, especially knowing that she had a family and, and kids and, and a really young kid. That's mm -hmm. really, really bad, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure everybody on that set feels sad. And But there's something went wrong there and somebody did something wrong and something screwed up. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of lawsuit after this or, or something, you know, because... Yeah. Oh, there's going to, uh, for sure, 100%, there's going to be um, lawsuits uh, and things like that going on behind this because, I mean, it's just the nature. Now you have like a family that doesn't have uh, a, a very important member of that family is not there. You know, there's someone else that got injured. Um, I know Armsman is asking this question. He says, I'm wondering how is it the cinematographer got hit? I would think it probably would have been another actor instead. Why was it pointed at the cinematographer and the trigger pulled? Wondering. Um, so uh, well, I think mm -hmm. I think it might have just been because, uh, like, we we film a lot of stuff 
you know, with, with Joe, he's behind the camera and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I never point the gun at him because it's bad, but mm-hmm. um, what comes to my mind is maybe that there was just a certain scene or a certain thing where since they thought that they were using blanks, it was okay mm-hmm. to shoot directly in front of her, like at her, and maybe that was just one of the scenes and that was part of it. or it, That's just my theory, you know, and then yeah. they didn't realize then she got shot. But, yeah, it could be some some weird thing where like conspiracy mm-hmm. theories always pop in my head too because it's, I'm always skeptical about everything mm-hmm. where there could have been something more going on that we all don't know you know well I mean I, I think that what you just said is the biggest reason like when we're making things and the nature of producing like what we're producing is video so it's not a movie and a movie is even more elaborate and you're seeing that movie from lots of different angles right but when we're making videos often if we're shooting a gun we're going to put that that uh, camera on a tripod and set it up in front of the person shooting right now obviously if you're going to do that you want to be really careful make sure that gun's not loaded and all that kind of stuff you just want to make sure that your shot is framed properly right this is the reality of what it takes to make a gun video much less a movie so in a movie we're watching movies and we see the actor pointing towards the uh the screen which would be the camera And then the person who would be running that camera would be the director of photography or DP, which is the cinematographer. (laughs) That's, you know, you have to run that camera from right in front of it most of the time, not all the time. Exactly. And if they they think that they're legitimately using blanks and there's no actual ammo in there, then there's Mm -hmm. they think they're fine, you know? Yeah. And uh, I see Joe saying something about it. They might have been rehearsing that even. You know, yeah. they might like we don't know. This is the crazy thing. It's like it's obviously a perfect storm happened. There wasn't proper um, custody of that of that firearm. It wasn't properly checked. It was at the end. The person who pulls the trigger, it's even on them. You know, everyone remembers that viral video of Will Smith where people are looking at a gun, at guns, I think, on a film set and someone points that gun at Will Smith. Do you remember that? And he goes, hey, put that, you know, he takes his hand and he moves the gun out of the, you know. It was like muzzling him. Yeah. Um, So there's all these kinds of things. If you're doing this and it didn't have the proper chain of custody, which I'm sure they're going to investigate and try to figure all of that out. And you and somewhere along the line, something got messed up and you're rehearsing or you're doing whatever or you're supposed to be pointing it at the camera at the time when it's happening and discharging it and something went wrong. You didn't check it. Boom. That gun could go off. That one, that one single shot can kill someone and hurt other people. You know, it could have, it could have hit the person and killed them and made uh, bones, bone fragments fly out of that person that hurt someone. Or it could have hit uh, something like the camera and the person and, and, and created shrapnel. Like, who, who knows, man? Um, yeah. I don't know if you know this because it's probably too early or I don't know mm-hmm. if they've released information, but... Do, do they know where exactly she got shot? Was she shot in the head or the the chest? I don't think any of that is released right now. So we're just all like, I mean, this is what's happening. Everyone plays the game and we're playing the game too. Um, but we're just, uh, we're just speculating. For sure, there's going to be problems here. I don't, I don't know if this movie is going to go forward, obviously. You know, um, yeah. and if Alec Baldwin's a producer, he's going to have massive problems. He's a very unstable person. So just looking at how he was reacting to it, which I'm not blaming him for that. If you if you this is like when you pull a trigger and a projectile gets propelled down a barrel, you can't take it back. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
So, um, you know, I, I see how it could be a horribly uh, uh, tragic thing for him as well. So, yeah, man, I, I think that over time we're going to find out about this and people are going to people are going to get blamed and people are going to lose their jobs and the movie's going to be shut down. Someone's already lost a mother. You know, people of other folks yeah. have already gotten hurt. So the biggest tragedy uh, is so is that lady losing her life. That's yeah. the worst thing in the whole situation, you know. Yeah. And the other person, I don't know if they're in critical condition or if. I think they might have just got injured, which is good, but... Yeah, I think from what I heard, they were injured, but they got released, so, um, you know... Yeah, but it, it's, yeah. it's really ironic, you know, not to really change the subject on that, but, like, mm -hmm. um, I don't know the full details, but I guess apparently he was criticizing a police officer for... The police officer had to pull out his gun and use his gun in some kind of situation. I don't really know. It was just something I kind of passed through and saw, and... Mm -hmm. uh, I guess Alec, he commented on that and he was like, oh, you know, I wonder what it's like to uh, have to take somebody's life, um, accidentally take somebody's life, like said something like, like kind of mocking him or making fun mm -hmm. of him or messing with the cop. And then mm -hmm. well, look at the scenario he's in now. So it's almost like yeah. he was judging him and hating on him. And then it's like karma kind of came around. Yeah. Bit him in the ass kind of, you know. Yeah, you know, it, there's like a, a saying, you know, um, you if you play around with swords, you're going to get cut, right? You know, um, if yeah. if if you're messing with guns, I mean, this is the reason why the rules are there and we all try to be safe and there's always uh, questions of safety and stuff like that. Like we make videos and there's always people questioning safety, um, which I understand. I get it. One, I think that folks don't understand that a camera is flat and you can't see 360 degrees what's happening when we're doing that stuff but outside of all of that still there's things you're supposed to do and and to to maintain maintain safety and you know we try to the best of our ability to do all those things but if you are someone that uses guns if you're you're it's likely you know the more you use it the probability that something's going to go wrong goes up okay yeah that's why on movie sets people have died from guns because that's typically what's in movies um, if you drive a car, the likelihood that you're going to get into a car accident goes up. If you fly a plane, it's going to crash. If you, if you're into knives and you do a lot of knife stuff, you probably have lots of cuts and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, if you, yeah, living life has risks, risks, you know, like, yeah, unless you want to never do anything or never live life, then you'll probably be safe. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, life's about living and experiences and, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. stuff just happens. You know. Well, yeah, and if you're a police officer, I know there's bad cops and, and, and all that, but I think that most of the people who go into the profession, uh, law enforcement profession, most of those people are not going into that to kill people or hurt people or to be bullies. For sure, 100%, there are people who do that, right? Because yeah. we're human beings. But, you know, and it's like you're going to carry a gun every day. So stuff is going to happen and it may be, um, you know, it may be a bad thing that happens to you or people you care about or other people. And yeah, when we, when we try to lose sight of all that, when we're dealing with things, you know, in some ways, I think it is like you're saying, almost ironic that this thing happens, 
you know, because we don't we don't always want to have perspective. Like in this case, it's really easy for us to go, you know what, screw Alec Baldwin. He's an asshole. He deserves it. The problem is that someone who maybe didn't deserve it is dead behind this whole thing that happened. Yeah. So I'm 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 not going to celebrate that. I don't you know, I don't think there's exactly. anything in this to celebrate. Yeah, this is something tragic and something that should not have happened. And somebody made a mistake somewhere, but the, yeah. the thing is to try to figure out what mistake they made and then in the future to not make that mistake ever again, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we've all done it in terms of making mistakes. Maybe we haven't done it in terms of with firearms, right? But we've all done things and made mistakes and you don't realize like... But when there's certain things you do, you, you're now in motion of that thing. No way of stopping it. And then once once you get into the accident or the bad thing happens, you're like, crap. Why did I even like get up this morning? You know, why did I even do this? But yeah, you know, um, and I guess Alec Baldwin is finding that out. I know he's one of those people that likes to, you know, he's very abusive of people. He has very little respect for other people. And he said a lot of things. And in the gun world, we don't like him. And, and well so. But, um, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, man. I, th this whole story, to me, is just a terrible thing. And lots of people are going to pay for it. And somewhere along the line, it may be some gun people who even pay for it. Because in this movie, in this chain of custody, there's going to be gun people. Yeah. Just think about that, you know? So hopefully, hopefully they, they like they're covered and they did everything they were supposed to do, because that's the thing I worry about. I always tell people like one of my dream jobs as a gun guy would be to be a gun guy on the movie sets. Right. Because I'm, I'm into yeah. I'm into filmmaking. I really I, you know, that's what I always wanted to do. And that's what I consider that I am doing by making videos and all that. And it's a dream job. I've had that conversation with Larry Zanoff when he was on. So this is not the this is not the news as like a gun guy and as a film buff and all of that that I wanted to hear this morning, and uh, yeah, it's, you know, it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's terrible, and I hope it I hope it doesn't happen again. I'll just leave it at that, you know. And I hope the family mm -hmm. of of the woman that passed away. I hope they can start to feel better you know there's nothing you can say I, I don't want to say they can get over it or i don't know there's nothing you can say it's just sad it's horrible mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know also like i've had this discussion this week with people that you know um sometimes you're you know you're like your last moments are written and a lot of the things that we do thinking we're going to avoid our destiny you know including that it's not to say that you, you don't want to be safe. Of course you want to be safe. But ultimately, when it's time to go, it's just weird stuff. Like you could you could wear the masks and you can wear them in your car and you could get all the shots and all that. I'm not knocking anyone if they got shot, if they got the COVID vaccine. Because um, honestly, I have. I've, I've had it recently. But you could do all the things in the world and you can't stop yourself from dying. Something will come out of nowhere and take you out. And it's almost as if this is what was meant to happen. Um, yeah. And it, I personally, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I personally believe that, um, we all go when we're supposed to go. Like, uh, I don't think it's just random. I don't think we all just die at random times. Like, I think when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Cause that would explain why, like there's been some people that have been shot multiple times in the head or have jumped out of high amounts of 
Mm-hmm. I've jumped out of buildings that very high or have done the craziest things that you would think. And survived. survived. Yeah. And then you yeah. have some people that just wake up and have a heart attack out of nowhere and, and they're mm-hmm. gone like that. Some healthy people, healthy people that yeah, work I mean, out every day and eat only vegetables. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think when it's your time to go, it's your time to go and don't fight it. Just try to live your life to the best of your ability and just know that whatever mission you were put on this earth for, um, when it's your time to go, that must have been because you accomplished it and you were done and you know that's not easy it's not fun it's not a fun thing to think about but mm-hmm. it's it's just one of those things you know it's inevitable just like life like we started out most of this show we've been talking about life which is also inevitable um but you yeah. know ultimately it's a part of life i but you don't you don't want to bring it on yourself you don't want to hasten you know your own demise you do want to be careful and you want to think about the things that you do and in the world of guns is, you know, guns are destructive devices at the end of the day, right? You know, uh, and a lot of things could go bad here. You know, in this year, we've seen a couple of examples of that. So um, it's you just have to remember that. You have to remember that with everything that you do in your life every day and just try to be present when you're doing stuff. If you're going to handle guns or if you're going to get in a car and drive, like, if, you know, I've noticed that you can... There's things that can impair your driving, for example, that's not just drinking. It's not just alcohol. You could be tired and that could impair your driving. If you're tired, don't freaking drive. Um, I've noticed that, uh, especially when I was younger, I would go to the movies and see, I don't know if this has ever happened to you or anyone out there, but I would go to the movies and see like a really exciting movie, right? Maybe, um, you know, something where people were flying planes or spaceships or some kind of action movie. And then after that, I get in my car and I'm almost like high or pumped up or something like that. And I'm driving my car in an unnatural way because I'm just jacked up off of the movie. Yeah. Well, I, I have a feeling you probably do that all the time, even regardless of watching movies. You know? Oh, why do you have that feeling? Why, why you say that, Brickell? Because, I mean, because you love cars. You love sports cars, don't you? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I love driving. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, and I've been in accidents. I've been in accidents before, you know? Yeah. That's one thing yeah. I hate driving. I, maybe it's because I've traveled so many places and been in the car for so many hours, but like, Getting in the car and driving, I'm like, oh man, can't, can't oh, I just you hate like, driving? my fingers and be there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But you need autonomous cars. That's what you need. You know, you just press something on. Your, yeah, you just press something on your phone. A car shows up. You get in the back seat. Go to sleep. Takes you where you want to go. Or, or do you want like a transporter or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Or teleportation. They should really yeah. invent that. That'd be cool. No, I, just- I enjoy the journey. Walter says Hank and his land speeder. I enjoy the journey. I enjoy like traveling and driving and and seeing, uh, you know, the landscape change and all that kind of stuff. So that's the thing. If, if I'm driving like a, a supercar or I'm driving like a big van like I'm in right now, I just really enjoy just driving and getting out there. And it's a kind of thing that helps me unwind, just like shooting. This is the thing about shooting. When you're when you're out shooting, you know, because you have to think about specific things, it helps you put aside other stuff on your mind. Yeah. You know, so um, the other thing that um, I saw some people talking about is the the whole situation with Hornady 
And I don't know, I think I have that on my phone. There was a letter I saw that, so Elfsters told me about this, but the person who brought this to my attention, or, well, Elfsters brought it to my attention, but the person he saw this from was Guns and Gadgets, so shout out to him. So there's, there's this letter that went out, and I'll try to share it here. I don't know whether or not you guys have seen it, but it is a letter from Hordity uh, going out to its employees, and I think Guns and Gadget was asking whether or not this is real, and it's dated for the people listening um, October 11th. Uh, it says, important information, President Biden announces workplace vaccine mandate. And you may have seen this headline recently. It applies to all companies with 100 plus employees. And obviously that means uh, us, Hornady Manufacturing, we've been informed we will be subject to a vaccine mandate as early as December 8th. Although we don't have the details, we understand this will be required by OSHA Emergency Temporary Standard, ETS, that applies to companies with 100-plus employees. It is possible even more requirements will be imposed based on our contracts with the U.S. government. Um, and let me just t tell you guys who wrote this. It says, thank you, uh, Steve Hornady. Okay, so um, it goes on to say, I am asking you please, please get the vaccine. I recognize this issue has gone way beyond a health measure and is to some very personal, but there's nothing we and ultimately you can do to avoid this. We want to be proactive and give everybody an opportunity to get full vaccination status by the deadline, which could be as early as December 8th. We understand this is a difficult situation and we will make sure to keep you informed as we learn more about this, uh, the mandate in coming days. There is a tremendous amount of misinformation and flat out lies about this mandate. Please listen to the guidance we provide, not the internet, social media, or even your co-workers. In order to meet the December 8th anticipated deadline, the final dose must be received. Single dose for Johnson & Johnson no later than November 24th. And the first dose for vaccines that require two doses no later than November 10th. We will do our best to continue to provide on-site vaccination opportunities. And if you wish to receive a COVID-19 vaccination as early as this week during the on-site clinic appointment, please contact Lindsay. Well, you know, vaccinations are available and it's, go it's going through. At the I'm just going to skip down to the end. Our priority is and always has been to provide a safe work environment and an opportunity for all of us to work and earn a living. Please help us get through this. If any questions, contact HR. Sincerely, Steve Hornady. So, thoughts on that, American Gun Check? Uh, wow. So, yeah. So, my question is, so they are, so Hornady, they are requiring that their um, employees get the vaccination, or are you saying that they're encouraging it? So, are, they're going to fire them if they don't get the vaccination. Well, no, no, that's, so I just want to make it clear. Like, so I know that when Guns and Gadgets put this up, he was asking whether or not it was legit. I've reached out to, you know, the sources that I can. I, I, from, from what I hear, it's legit. This is like a legit letter that came out from Hornady. But I think the thing that we need to realize is that Hornady, as it says in this letter, has government contracts. So if the government has a mandate and OSHA, if you're a company, you, you know, especially a company that has government contracts, you've got to adhere to the OSHA mandates. Otherwise, you may lose those contracts. End of story. So those people who work there at that company, if the if the government says this is our requirements, if your company doesn't comply, you lose the contracts then those people lose their jobs. I mean, that's how that works. So I don't 
for me, just that's the reason why I read most of this letter here. It doesn't seem like like they're saying in the letter, you need to get vaccinated. Otherwise, we're going to fire you. It doesn't seem like that. It seems like they're saying, hey, these these are going to be the rules. This is the deadline or the timeline that's set out. And we're encouraging you guys, you know, to do something about this. Otherwise, we're going to have no choice of what happens to us. That's my understanding. Folks out there may see it a different way. Yeah, because when I well when I see it when I see um, like deadline like this is the deadline I think of like okay if I don't meet the deadline obviously I'm what, I'm gonna lose my job you're gonna hate me you're gonna treat me like a lesser employee mm-hmm. while I work there or what like mm-hmm. I don't it's just it's really frustrating seeing that too because I I don't believe in these vaccine mandates at all like I believe that people like if they want to go get vaccine vaccinated then. 100% I believe that they should be able to do that. Like you said, like you, you made the choice, you went and got vaccinated and that's mm-hmm. your choice. But I don't like seeing people bully people into doing it or forcing people into doing it or judging mm-hmm. people that choose not to do it. You know, especially, mm-hmm. especially being threatened that they're going to lose their job or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I owned a company like Hornady or whatever, I understand mm-hmm. that Maybe the maybe the owner doesn't believe in the vaccine mandate either, but the mm-hmm. government's going to shut them down. But at the same time, I, I mean, this is hard to say because I don't really own a company like that that is that mm-hmm. successful like that. But at the same time, you kind of have to stand up for for what is right, you know. And if, if at the end of the day, that kind of is an infringement on your rights and it's messed up and it's it's not right by forcing people to inject something in their body that they don't want to mm-hmm. then as an owner you should just say no i'm not gonna enforce this and if you shut us down then you're just gonna shut us down and that'll be it but yeah you should, from that letter of them saying please please go get the vaccine and deadline and all this stuff it looks like they're kind of uh peer pressuring them and kind of bullying them into getting a vaccine and i don't like that at all um i don't support that if Let's say my Honey Badger program became so big, so popular that it was as known as Hornady, for example. And let's say the government got their hands meddled in it, too, because they always do. Anything that gets big enough, the government has some sort of control in something. And let's say that they said, hey, we're going to shut your training program down and we're going to fire all of your Honey Badger instructors unless they go get the vaccine then you might think all right just get the vaccine then we can just keep doing these classes and whatever it's just it's just a vaccine who cares mm-hmm. at the end of the day i'm going to say no like i don't believe in that at the like i have to stand up for what i believe or else i'm just who am i if i can't stand up stand up mm-hmm. for what i believe is right so right. at the end of the day i'm going to say no i don't believe in that so if you're going to shut us down i'm going to take that risk of getting shut down but i'm not going to force my employees to if they want to great but I'm not going to peer pressure them or bully them or beg them to do it because they should do it if they just want to, you know, if they believe that that's what they need to do. And there's been a lot of stuff with those vaccines. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a doctor obviously, so I don't know every detail about the vaccine and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that right now, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know, but I've seen a lot of stuff going on with that, that vaccine where people have had, chest problems and people have had heart attacks and a lot of chest chest stuff uh you know some people have passed away from getting the vaccine and some people get really messed up and Mm -hmm. you know obviously a lot of people have gotten covid also and got messed up and passed away and gotten sick and died 
But yeah, I mean, clear, clearly. So, th- I mean, this is the thing. Clearly, the vaccine may help some people, but it it also may help may hurt people. Um, you know, the, nothing yeah. when, when you're dealing with things like this, it's not one size fits all. And this is the reason why people should be able to make decisions themselves, either purely by themselves of whatever they want to do, because that's their free will to make that decision. Or, you know, they're talking to their doctors and they're talking to their family and they're like, hey, let's let's go this route. But the idea of forcing people into things, I agree with you. This is where everything goes wrong, where we're forcing things. And really, right now, the truth is, is the government is not actually mandated this. They haven't put it out there. Right. Because there will be challenges. I know. I mean, I really do look forward to seeing some serious challenges here or as people are saying, you know, the Supreme Court um, stepping up and going, hey, you know, you, you can't do this. But, the, you know, I don't have a lot of faith in the Supreme Court. So yeah. we, we have to look at that. My personal opinion, everyone gets to make their own decisions on this thing. The government shouldn't be forcing people into a direction, okay? Um, yeah. And that's what we're seeing, and that's clearly wrong. Now, there's been other companies recently. Um, we were talking, I think, last week, about uh, guns.com guns.com put out like a more forceful uh directive than this you know they they uh the the people running it said some bad things and then they said hey if you don't do this you're going to get fired and even if you have a health thing we're going to have a board where we sit down and decide whether or not your health thing is valid and even if you have a religious exemption we're we're going to have a board and decide whether or not your religious exemption is valid so that that to me is way worse what guns.com did and i believe they backed off of that now to separate it out to Hornady or any other manufacturers out there that the folks who are in the government right now may be looking for reasons to shut them down, one, right? But two, they're running a business. So we can, like, I get it. I saw Walter said, you know, um, you know, hey, they're choosing, you know, they're choosing money over whatever. But ultimately, if the government contracts is where you get your money from, you have a tough decision that you need to make. And if you go, yep, I am not going to force my employees to do this. And if we lose those contracts or, or whatever, now the question becomes is, does someone come along and pick up the, um, you know, the slack here? Do, do, do we yeah. go, hey, Hornady refused to sell to the government. Let's say, for example, they went the opposite way and they, get, and they said, look, the government's trying to force us to do this. So here's what we're going to do. We're not going to supply the government with any ammo you know, their contracts be damned. We're going to do whatever we want to do. Then, then do we now go, okay, cool. Because we're happy the Hornady did that. We're going to go out there and buy all the Hornady ammo that exists. It's already happening. Everyone's buying every single piece of ammo that exists. But if we don't do that, then they, they, they have to, they have to lay people off. I mean, that's a a reality. Yeah. Well, you know, there's been some, some men out there that, um, put their career and their money and everything on the line and mm-hmm. even had families and everything like uh, Schuler, the Schuler guy. And then another police officer back when a lot of the stuff was going on, mm-hmm. uh, the police officer made a video and mm-hmm. calling out saying, I think this is wrong, you know, stopping people and forcing people to see their papers and all, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he got fired. He put his entire career on the line. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. He had a family, everything. And mm-hmm. so for some people, freedom and what's right is more important 
than than those things. And then I think as people in this gun community, when we see somebody standing up for what we know is right and they're putting all that on the line, we love that. We love that. We love that so much that we all will stand behind him. So he started a GoFundMe or somebody started a GoFundMe for him. And he made so much money from that. People were donating and donating because we, we want to look out for people that do these things. Is that really talk. is that is that really 100 percent true what you're saying, though? I'm just asking the question, because, yeah, for example, you I think you go through that and I think I go through it. You know, if I stopped talking about guns and politics the way that I do and I just make fun videos the way some of my contemporaries, there's dudes who have YouTube channels and they just make fun gun videos. They don't get into politics. They don't talk about any of this stuff that I talk about. Those guys, it seems, even if they're even if their numbers are down a little bit, their numbers don't look like my numbers. You know, YouTube crushes my numbers and we suffer for that, right? But I don't necessarily see a lot of people out there going, oh yeah, this guy's out there. You know, he's out there talking about guns and politics and, and naming the politicians and getting all into it. I think there are some people who get so much notoriety that yes, the gun community will go, oh, let's get a, a GoFundMe going for this guy and, and take care of them. But even if we wanted to do it, can we actually take care of everyone that takes that stand? The reality is most people that take that stand are going to suffer for taking that stand. They're going to pay the price for that. And, 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 and then it's going to be forgotten. You know, I, I don't know, because to be honest, so this guy, he was a police officer. He made a, a video and it went viral calling out um, basically his uh, the community of cops and what they're doing is wrong and stuff, you know, stopping people saying, let me see your mm -hmm. vaccine passports and stuff like that. And people loved it and it went viral. So people obviously saw it. And then he had a way where you could, sorry, the dog's barking right now. Mm -hmm. They had a way where you could donate money to him and he got a lot of money raised. And I don't think he was doing it for the money. I think he was truly doing it because he felt this way. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just believe that a lot of people, when they believe the same thing that you believe and they see you standing up for something when you could lose everything, I think that, a lot of people will back you up on that. Okay, so you believe opinion. that so you believe that ultimately the the folks out there will stand behind all the people who take the stand, right? Or who Yeah, I, mean, I think I, I mean Okay, cuz I, I understand what you're saying and I'm and I'm with that, you know, and and that would be awesome, but I don't think that's the actual reality. I think there are people out there who do go viral and folks get get behind them and support them, but one that's not forever. And two, you know, eventually there's going to be so many stories that people are going to get lost in the middle of that story. Like, are we actually going to go out there and support every single company and every single person that stands up to things? Are we really going to take... It's like everyone says, oh, listen, you know, you, it's your right. You could do that. But then when you get arrested and you go to jail and you become a felon and you lose your job and you're not able to pay for your family, do those do, do the folks out there who believe in the righteousness of what you're doing really stand up every day and have your back that's am i i'm going to tell you at 50 years old the answer to that is no for, well, you, you might get lucky and go viral and some people do it for a little while but ultimately you're on your own trying to figure out how you take care of your family well i, I think what makes people like that cop it, like people i think what makes them so courageous and so honorable is because they don't really know if people are going to back them up. They just happen. Mm -hmm. A lot of people happen to donate to them, but 
obviously you don't know. You you might starve and go broke and, and lose your job. But the honorable thing is that even though that can happen to you, you still stood up for what you believed in. So to me, to me, some people just believe in things so much that mm-hmm. they're not even thinking about that. They they don't care if they lose their job and go broke and live under a bridge because they care about what they're standing up for so much, you know, that it's yeah. the most important I, I'm, thing to me. I'm with you on that, but I agree with what Average Joe is saying. Most people won't risk their own comfort. But the thing is, even on the flip side of that, like I agree, a lot of folks out there, I think the guy that uh, in the army that stood up, when I read the things about that, he didn't give a shit when uh, Trump or Trump Jr. tried to reach out to him and all that. He was like, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't like you guys. I don't like them. I don't like what the administration is doing. I don't give a shit about you guys either. For sure, I'm with you on that. But ultimately, when he paid the price... You know, I mean, he paid the price for that, right? That guy's getting dishonorably discharged and losing yeah. his benefits or whatever. Years. Yeah, and and you know that's the reality. Like I think I was talking to Walter about it, and he was like, "Hey, that's the rules you sign up for when you join, when you uh, when you, when you sign up for the military." And then yes, there's going to be those of us who who out there greet that guy as a hero, and you know people who are going to be willing to hire him and take care of him and all of that, but. What I'm saying to you is the reality of life is not everyone gets to enjoy that. Okay? Yeah. Not I everyone. Mean, I mean, do you feel like the things that you're doing, right? You you guys go out there, you do a lot of stuff. And I know people support you. People support me too. There's folks who come here and they look at this show all the time. People who support us, companies that support us. So I'm not saying no one supports me or no one uh, supports you. But ultimately, can we like actually support everyone? Can we take care of everyone or do we forget we like support this person now, but then later we move on and we don't know the things that they're going through because they're not able to do that? Well, I think we should at least do our part. Like if we're not going to be the person to risk everything, we should at least try to stand up for the people that risk everything mm-hmm. as much as we can, you know, and I, 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 what you're saying, I get what you're saying and it is true. You know, some people will suffer and some people won't get that ultimate support and, mm-hmm. They will lose their job and they'll go broke and and all these things. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's your decision. It's a personal decision whether you stand up for what you truly believe in or you say, oh, I'm just doing my job. I have to do this because I have to make money. But that's that's a personal decision. But I really applaud and I think that people – that's why people are put on a pedestal and they're seen as courageous because they are Mm -hmm. risking everything. You know, so yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think ultimately, like I know for a fact I could just go make van videos. okay, and do very well. And the question like I deal with that all the time, like, hey, why are you still putting so much time and energy into this thing when, you know, you get a lot of blows, you get knocked upside the head all the time over it? Well, ultimately, it's because I really believe in it. And if I really believe in it, I want to fight for it. So at the end of the day, if I don't accomplish what other people are accomplishing or whatever, it doesn't matter because I know for me that I fought about it, right? I think if we wind up in a future of America where we lose, um, we lose the right to, to bear arms, that I want to know that I at least stood up and, and made a sacrifice for that. So yes, that's absolutely true. I'm the one deciding to do that. The reality yeah. is... The reality that we always have to balance when we're looking at things is that there's a for real reality out there. There's a for real reality out there that in some cases there's going to be 
There's, you know, it's not necessarily the fault of the companies. The government should never be doing this thing. And obviously, as the people out there, we're not pushing back. We're right now in America, we're looking at like people who fly the planes. We're looking at people who who man the hospitals, right? People who secure our neighborhoods. We're looking at we're, we're looking at all kinds of people around America and all kinds of professions that we think are valid and they're getting hit with this stuff. So I 100% can guarantee you that 99% of the people who are taking those sacrifices and losing their jobs, none of us know who they are. They don't have GoFundMes for them. They don't. They're just going to lose their jobs, right? And the, and, and the people of America aren't, you know, we could get, what I'm saying to you is we could get mad at Hornady if we want to, or any other company, and no one's getting, like, get mad at the fucking government, Okay, get yeah. mad at Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and and and, uh, you know, the liberals out there and the Democrats out there and the Republicans who are just letting this shit go on. At the end of the day, this should not be happening in America, that we're doing this to people and most of the people are not going to show up on the news. And who the hell is going to take care of those people's families at the end of the day? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, um, like. All the people that fought to to come to this country and then all the people that, you know, that did that. I mean, we don't know all their names. It was 3% of people, right? We, and we don't know all their names. They were just people. But sometimes people have to lose everything in order to fight for, for what's right or to fight for everything, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, I see what you're saying. There's going to be a lot of people where we don't know their names and we, you know. I mean, there already is. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's already you know, happening. I mean, but at the end of the day, I just hope that at the end of the day, more people decide that, you know, no, I'm, I'm going to um, fight this, even though I'm going to lose everything, you know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, obviously, it's easier said than done. But at the end of the day, like, no, you know, I, and I'm telling you right now that I will not get the vaccine. And there's nothing that like for a personal choice, you know, personal decision. Um, I don't want the vaccine and I'm not going to mm -hmm. get the vaccine. You know, it's it's been a. And very I think short it's not it's, it's not a good idea in your you know in your uh, condition well, either. Pregnant for, also, yeah. Well, being pregnant yeah. also, I would definitely not get it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that that that's even more messed up if they would try to force me to get it while being pregnant because there's been a lot of complications. I've learned women being pregnant and getting the vaccine where they've had stillbirths and miscarriages and all kinds of really sad stuff. So, but yeah, at the end of the day, I. I hate that they are trying to force people and fire people, firing uh, healthcare workers for not getting the vaccine when, when just a year ago they were the heroes. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, it's and, a weird thing. It's a weird thing happening in America. I think that's what bothers me the most about it. You know, and lately I've been looking at this stupid uh, Handmaid's Tale thing while I've oh, been I editing. Love that. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it's a bad show. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad show. Oh, you have? Season. Okay. Don't spoil it. And, yeah. I'm not done. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say anything. All I'm going to say is I'm yeah. obsessed. I love it so much. Uh, what episode uh -huh. or season do you want? I think I'm on season two, like the early episodes of season two. How many seasons does it have? Um, Three or four. I, I remember I three watched, I think, three, and then another fourth one came out, like, this year. Okay. I know right and, now where I'm at is past the book, because I actually listened to the audio book while I was traveling out to um, to Utah, like, a month ago or two months ago. 
And so you're watching the show though, right? Yeah, I listened to the audiobook first and now I'm watching the show. And the thing is, the people, the woman who wrote this was was a very liberal person, right? And she wrote this yeah. story and it's built around conservatives. So the idea of what happens in The Handmaid's Tale is that conservatives take over America, very religious people, and they control everything. But here's the point I'm trying to make. In this story, the people stand by. Like, do we really think that... So one of the premises of the story also is that in the future or the near future, people stop being able to have babies easily. So, so a woman like yourself actually being able to get pregnant and bring a baby to term becomes this like miraculous thing and it's coveted all over the world, right? And the world, it's, this is because of, you know, environmental damage, you know, all, all the, the regular Boston. stuff. Yeah, so cons in this thing, conservatives take over a part of America. I don't think it's the whole country, but they take over a part of America. Yeah, I believe it's in the boss, the like northeast um, place, and 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 then they they like enslave women, you know, um, and then they start killing people to to enforce their rule of law and all that kind of stuff, and the people stand by and just let it happen. Now. Yeah. We're doing that, but everything's the opposite. What we have in America is very, very liberal people are out there overtaking America, forcing people to, to have vaccines. I'm not making a statement of whether or not you should have it, okay? It doesn't, that really doesn't freaking matter to me. I don't care about that. But you're, the, the idea that you're going to force people to do something, that once, that is, once what we're, what's happening right now is acceptable, like if people don't do it, they lose their jobs. This happens, that happens. People get like have to show a vaccine uh, card in order to eat in a restaurant and do all this kind of stuff. Once we accept that, that's just the first early steps of even more tyranny. And we're sitting by and letting it happen. And it's very liberal people doing it. It's not conservatives doing it in America. It's not religious people doing it in America. It's not gun people uh, doing it in America. Okay, and it's like a bloodless coup. Everyone is just sitting by and going, "Oh, fuck it." <laughs> yeah, but you know, well, yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is to help to fight against that. What you do is you risk everything, and you just risk your business. And I know it, it sounds crazy. You're risking your business, and it's it's a crappy thing. But I mean, if everybody did what that lady with the hair salon in Dallas did, I can't remember the name of the hair salon, but it was a lady that owned a hair salon, and she refused to close her hair salon. She's like, "No, I'm not going to do this." Uh, and if, of course, she faced some repercussions, she got fined and all this stuff, and she had to go to court. But if everybody said, no, I'm not going to fire my employees or, you know, I'm not going to let the government control my business, then they, how much power would they really have? You know, or if everybody said, no, I'm because I'm, a lot of people are getting the vaccine that don't want the vaccine, but they're getting it because they want to go on vacation to the Bahamas or they want to go to a concert and they're like, oh, man, I really don't want to get this vaccine, but I really want to go to this concert. But so I guess it doesn't mean that much to them. But that's the way you fight it, really, I think, in my opinion, is by. Yeah. Saying, and I, I, I don't think I don't think everyone's getting it for that. I think there's a lot of people just getting it because they're like, hey, uh, you know, this is a, a real thing and I'm going to get the vaccine. And there's always there's risk both ways. You know, I think obviously, and, obviously, if you if you've gotten covid. You know, you have some, you have antibodies and you might have, you know, what we call herd immunity, perhaps. But there's different people looking at this for different reasons. 
I think some people have very serious reasons why they don't get it. Some people have very serious reasons why they do get it. Some people have really frivolous reasons <laughs> why yeah. they get it. And some people have really frivolous reasons why they don't get it. I mean, yeah. You know. And don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I don't think it could be good for some people. And, and I'm not saying that, um, vaccine, I'm not anti-vax or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't really trust the people that are, forcing it on us and I don't really trust their intentions and I, I I'm very skeptical when it comes to stuff like that because they've been known to do some pretty shady stuff in the past but you know as far as some older people and you know they say if you get the vaccine you can still give it and spread it but if you do get COVID that your chances of being in the hospital and dying are less you know you're a lot, a lot safer so I think that's great and I think that should be your decision though you know mm -hmm. if I decide I don't want to do that Nobody should have anything to say about that. And mm -hmm. people shouldn't shouldn't let me live my life how I've been living this whole time I've been alive, you know? Yeah. So it's weird. You know, there's uh, we put a lot of trust like right now you're putting trust in doctors, right? You are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yet there's doctors. It's doctors that are out there pushing this. And I think I think even for the doctors, some of them realize or maybe a lot of them realize like this is not a thing for everyone. It shouldn't be pushed on everyone. People yeah. should have options and um and 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 because it's so variable for people. It's variable how people are going to react. Some people are, you know, I think everyone's having a reaction from um from what I've seen. I've seen very few people say they've had no reaction whatsoever to the vaccine. Now, I know, like, as, as I said, as a fact, I've had it. I had the second one when the first one didn't do anything to me. But everyone was like, oh, when you take the second one, it's going to hit you. Right. Lola said it hit her when she took it. And that actually happened to me. I was doing the show. I think I took it on a Wednesday. And on Thursday, I did the show. And I was fine through the whole show. And then around like 930 or something like that, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I all of a sudden had like, I had like cold chills. No matter what I, I did, I was like cold. I had on three, four different blankets and sheets and stuff like that. And I, and I was really cold. And that went on until about three o'clock in the morning. And then it switched around and I had fevers. And no matter what I did, I couldn't be like, I couldn't cool myself down. So I think it affects, it affects everyone. But some people it affects worse. There's people who have lost limbs you know, or have gotten like things there was there was nowhere um, in sight in terms of diseases or whatever out of it. People have died and all of that kind of stuff. There's people on the flip side of that that have died because they didn't do it and all this. The world is is got massive variables in it for who we are and how um, things like this react on us. Yeah, that's why. And since it does affect everybody so individually and so personally. That's why it 100% should be your choice, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, mm -hmm. just regardless in anything. I'm My stance, and I truly believe that um, at the end of the day, you shouldn't really try to control somebody on on their life or, or what they put in their body and, and stuff like that. You know, I think if, like people, like people say, it's your body, it's your choice, you know? So I think that, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I just, I think that that's wrong to try to force people to do it. But I'm not saying that it hasn't helped people. I'm sure it has helped people and, you know, people have been fine from it and stuff like that. But um, personally, I just I, I don't like yeah. that they're doing that. 
the biggest thing I worry about is where it goes from now, right? Because it's like the flu. Did you ever have a flu shot? I know there's people who've never had flu shots, which you I think what? I understand. I don't, I don't think so. I can't remember the last shot I even had. I think I had like a tetanus shot of years ago mm -hmm. because I think I got cut or something like that. But mm -hmm. I don't think I can't remember any flu shots that I've gotten. Oh, OK. Yeah. Sometimes I get the flu shot. Sometimes I don't get the flu shot. Um, you know, I, I think it's just one of those weird things. And then again, like I'm someone who was born outside of America, so I've had nothing but shots my whole life. You know what I mean? Uh, just traveling around, I've had a crap ton of shots. So, um, uh, yeah, I've so, had like the shots uh, mm -hmm. when I was a kid and you know, when you go to like the next grade and stuff, you get shots and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what shots they were. Well, you know, I can't remember, but yeah. Yeah. By the way, all to me, all of medicine is an experiment. It wasn't that long ago when it was acceptable that if someone had mental problems, they use an ice pick and lobotomize that person. You know that, right? Yeah, or they use well, shock therapy. Yeah, not not long ago. That was happening, I think, in the 50s and 60s. Seriously. Yeah, an ice pick to the head, that, that's weird. I'm telling you, there's, there's a lot of stuff that happens that's happened in the past that when we look at it, they're like, that's witch doctory, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and one of these days we're going to look back at now and think that there's lots of stuff that's happening. That's witch doctory. Like one of the things I think is batshit crazy is that there's little kids that are, that they're deciding what they're, they're going to flip over their sex and stuff like that. And that there's no way that's stable medicine, you know? Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with, um, I think these days they probably tell kids, hey, like they put it in their head first because I think at the end of the day, if you do feel like you are transgender or if you're gay or anything like that, I think that that would come into your brain naturally. And I think because I think there are some people that are transgender that are just born like that and they just think like that. But mm -hmm. if if more and more people are becoming transgender, I don't think it's because I think it's because they might be telling people certain things and then people are starting to think that that they are transgender, mm -hmm. like confusing people kind of, but, you mm -hmm. know, because a small percentage of people are uh, transgender, you know. But there's so like many I, different variations, like there's so many different variations on something that there's no one solution for everything. And then the idea that you're going to decide, like a, a, a kid at 10 years old, you're going to decide for him physically what he should be. You're going to physically alter. Like we in America, just up to a couple of years ago, when we were looking at Africa, places in Africa, for example, countries and tribes that do genital mutilations on girls, right? We were like, that's savage. What, what the hell is that? Right? Why are they doing that? Um, we've even had discussions about... Um, you know, about what they do with boys, right? Whether they get, they snip the boys or not, you know? Um, and we've looked at that as genital mutilations. Up, up till not long ago, we were looking at those things like that. Now, all of a sudden, we're like, yeah, at 10 years old, if you, if you were born a boy, but, you, but you're acting like a girl, we're just going to completely change your physicality. We're going to give you drugs and we're going to do physical things to you to change that. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's too young. I mean, at 10, you can't even get a tattoo, right? I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. But I oh, pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm sure that'll be regular practice. <laughs> but but <when laughs> In a couple you, of years, you, man. Yeah, when, you, when you're that young, yeah, I think that you should let kids wait until they're 18. And then once they're 18, if they decide that's what they want to do. Like, for example, my child, 
if they were 10 years old and they were like, hey, I, I want to transition to this different sex. I feel like I'm this t sex. You know, I'm not going to hate them for it or, or be mean or anything like that. But I'm not going to let them do any uh, mutilation, like, to their genitals or switch their genitals or any hormones or anything like that because they're too young. When you're that young, I mean, you think certain things are cool and then your mind drastically changes over time. We've all changed our opinions on things as we've gotten older. Mm -hmm. So, but once they hit 18, I mean, if they want to make that decision, then that's their decision, you know, but yeah. other than that, once you, once you cut, once you, you slice up and dice your pee pee, I don't know if you can easily go back. Yeah. That's not really <laughs> reversible. I don't uh, think. Uh, probably. I mean, listen, who knows what with science, but still dude, it's, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be fun. Well, they can do Huh? Go ahead. They can turn women into men, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think, but I don't know. It seems like it'd be easier to flip everything inside than flip everything outside. <laughs> you know, I don't um, know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know which one is the easiest one to do. I know so far we can't make uh, a man become a woman and then have babies, for example. You know, we can't yeah. do that. Are they are I, they I, working I, on that? I know for a fact that there's places working on that. I don't know, but I I bet you we've come up with so many crazy things i bet you in the future that will be a thing yeah I, by the way as a man i do not want to have a baby oh okay. you don't want to experience the lovely no, feeling of no i don't want to no no listen i've dropped some painful deuces <laughs> you know what i mean i don't definitely don't want no 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 that's not a thing like i will leave that solely to the goddesses known as actual women you know what I'm saying? I will, I will uh, bow down at the altar and respect your power for being able to do it. But I have no interest in actually, actually being able to do that myself. No. I think it was, I think it was the CDC or somewhere uh, recommends that people now refer to them as birthing people instead of. Oh yeah, uh, well, that's bullshit. Instead of women or, or pregnant yeah. women, it's now birthing people. So it's instead of mothers. You know. Yeah. No. No. No, I'll never take that away from you. You'll always, you you know, that's a, that's a, um, you know, that's a very special thing that you're going into and people can't take it away from you. Let me get this up there because Whammy Gunslinger gave us some money. Money, 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 money. He, he says, uh, great conversation. Great conversation. If I'm free, then I should be free to choose whatever I want uh, a virus injected in me or not. How free are we really? I think that's the question, right? Like, how free are we really? You know, yeah, and I think that I mean, comes down to where is the, um, you know, I think that comes down to where's the line that people actually get up and uh, and fight about things. Because I haven't seen really people in America um, fighting about it. I'm, I'm not out there other than doing this and, and talking about it and uh, living my own life. Um, I'm I'm not ready to go to war with the government over it. But I'm wondering, where is it that we get to in America that we go, listen, people who are doing this, we don't want them here anymore. Or we don't want to see these. This is not what government is about. Government was not created to force us into things like this. Yeah, uh, because I mean, if, you know, me or you, you on your own deciding, well, fuck it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up there and go out. That's not what it takes, you know? Like, when pe when people ask me this, I'm sure you go through that. People are like, oh, well, when are you going to start fighting? Like, almost people want to see someone else go out there and, uh, and take that risk and get shot down and go, oh, poor Hank Strange. You know, but they're still going to go to their job every day. I always, be from, from the time I started this show, 
I've always said to people, like I've used the alien analogy. If the president comes on TV tomorrow morning and says, guess what, folks? Aliens are real. They exist. And they are our overlords. Right? You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to bow down to the aliens. All they want from you is like one baby. That's it. You give up your, you know, like what are, what are most people going to do? What, like, what are you going to do? And what do you think most of the people are going to do out there? I'm just going to ask you that as the last. Uh, you know. Oh, like if, if they wanted my child. Well, let's say tomorrow the, the president announces they're aliens and aliens are real and they're overlords. What are you going to do? Are you still going to if you're planning on going training tomorrow, are you still going training? Or are you just going to go about your life? You know, how are you going to react to that? Well, I mean, I, uh, well, it depends how he says it. I mean, because didn't the uh, FBI already admit that there's FBOs? I mean, uh, F- UFOs. I mean, UFO. Why did I say FBOs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I knew it sounded wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. But if they if they came out and said there's aliens, I'd be like, well, that's interesting. That's cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it it depends what they say after that. If they say, hey, the aliens are coming and they want to steal your children or they want to be your mm-hmm. overlords, then I'd be, you know, sitting there with my AR-15 getting ready, waiting. But if they mm-hmm. said the aliens want to come down and babysit for you and clean your house, then I'd be like, all right, come on, let's go, you know. Okay, you can't be serious. I'm not letting the you're gonna let aliens babysit. <laughs> Little baby chrome vandium? <laughs> chrome vandium? You can't call him that yet. <laughs> uh, no well, the, no, no way. Once they aliens. announce there's aliens, uh, it, uh, we're living in a different world. Like, I don't think they've really, really... We haven't seen... I, I know there's stuff, like, they've, they've acknowledged that there's UFOs, but they haven't really acknowledged there's aliens or anything like that. You know, but... Once there's actual aliens, we're living in a different world, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not doing anything uh, normal. Like, you guys won't see me on YouTube or any of that shit. I'm not going about... You have to have a point where you're like, okay, we're living in a different world now. Now I'm I'm trying to jack a spaceship at that point. Well, if aliens are real, I'm going to carry a radio around with me. Have you ever seen Mars Attack? Mars Attack? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. you play really loud music and the aliens' heads explode. <laughs> yes, I'm saying that. Yeah. No, I am not living like normal. I'm not living like normal. Um, but I know a lot of people will just live like normal. They just go about their lives. Oh, that's just a new, that's just a new normal. We just have alien overlords. That's all. Yeah. It's I mean, we did deal. have killer in 2020 and people yeah. went outside. <laughs> you know, I went outside. Yeah. You know, so, uh, some, uh, lb louis cypher says ack ack so there you go that's from yeah that's from those that, attacks that that movie yeah awesome. and walt says chrome will be a badass there you go um now on the baby chrome <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so what is this someone else is saying that oh there's like a there's a thing crawling over here um someone's this is joe morris says aliens walk among us that's not too far-fetched no, once I get confirmation, I'm in a different world, man. I'm jacking a spaceship. Well, Just we have a lot right of aliens now. here because Joe Biden is president now. So, yeah. You know. Appalachian Gunrunner says we've been living in a different world for a while now. And that is the point that I'm making. You know, we're living in a different world. And even people who say that they're not going to stand for it or they're going to get up and fight or whatever. We're not really. We're not really seeing that. Everyone's just getting up and doing the same thing every day and going about their routine, you know, me and you included. So, all right, listen, 
I don't want to end on a down note here, you know, it's Friday. We got to make the people happy. Let's talk about something happy and then get out of here. I know it's over nine o'clock. It's past nine o'clock. You probably have stuff going on. So give us something happy, American Gun Check. Come uh, on. Something, ha- something happy? Let's see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> trying to think of something happy. Well, we do. Uh, man, nothing, nothing good's going on in the world, huh? I can't think of anything good. <laughs> There's got to be some fun stuff. Well, when, actually, when is your next? When's your next class? Um, you know what? I'm not really sure on that exactly. So that brings mm-hmm. me to uh, kind of a side note of, like, while being pregnant, there's some, there's some like things you can and can't do as far as like being mm-hmm. on the range and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not really supposed to be around live fire too long, like too many a- mm-hmm. amount of hours. And our class is like eight hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can do the classroom part and then we might have to have someone fill in for me for the shooting part, you know, with Joe. Uh, uh, so yeah, that, just put dro- just put Joe in a tutu and put him out there on the range. He'll be fine. In a blonde wig? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to are you going to are you going to have like some kind of a baby shower or is there some place online where people can go and get you baby gifts or something like that? Or is that coming when you guys do the announcement? Yeah, actually. So baby shower. I think my mom wants to host a baby shower when I go visit mm-hmm. them for Thanksgiving. And then we're actually going to start a registry. So mm-hmm. I haven't announced that or anything yet because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to make the announcement first and then let everyone know. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying to research and study and look up as much baby items and stuff that I'll need when the baby's here because mm-hmm. there's so many little things that they need you don't even mm-hmm. think about. Yeah, I mean, and babies, I think, need lots of ammo. Um, yeah. They need very <laughs> specialized handguns. <laughs> They need also long distance rifles. (laughs) Definitely throw a little bit of those in on the list. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to need a couple different pistols, you know, a 22 Uh for when the baby gets older. Right. Yeah. um, Yeah. But I'm starting a registry. It's probably going to be on Amazon. So I'm starting a a baby registry and then we're going to release it. So people could go there and then see there's a specific list of things that we need. And if people Mm -hmm. want to, uh, donate to you know to me in that way then they could literally just get something on the registry and you know a lot of people do this when they have babies and stuff i guess so yeah we're gonna be doing that and then we'll release it so everybody can see it and so that'll that'll be good you know because you need a lot of diapers and a lot of stuff when you have a baby yeah you know that's why people have baby showers so people can help them out and stuff yeah okay very cool all right so listen we're gonna wrap it up here um I, I definitely want to thank American Gun Chick for coming on. Big shout out to Safety Harbor Firearms for uh, supporting the channel here. We appreciate them. Um, tell the folks out there how they can communicate with you right now, Raquel. If they want to talk to you or support you on social media and all that kind of stuff, what do the folks yeah. need to do? Yeah, so definitely, um, if you don't know who I am already, go check me out on YouTube, American Gun Chick. And then also I'm on Instagram and Facebook, American Gun Chick. And if you want to support me and you want day-to-day, everyday videos, go to patreon.com slash American Gun Chick. Um, I upload daily videos on there of just my life or anything I want to talk about. That's where I did my pregnancy announcement first was on Patreon. Mm -hmm. And um, I even did the gender reveal on Patreon. So go check out my Patreon. Wait, hold on. The gender reveal already happened? Well, not really a reveal. I just kind of mentioned what it was on, on Patreon, you know? So oh, okay, for, okay. 
I go can, okay. wants to go check out my Patreon. It's a dollar a month, and yeah. you can go there. I support you on Patreon. I think I need to go. I need to go because yeah, I, I might have missed videos. that one. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't. Honestly, I don't watch everyone's videos. You oh know. yeah. I try to keep and tabs then, when I can. I try to keep tabs. Go ahead. And um, mm-hmm. if you want to support us and you want to get something really cool in return, then you can go and get yourself one of these belts right here, the Honey Badger belt, and you'll have an awesome gun belt, and you'll be supporting us. So go check it out, AmericanHoneyBadger.com. So, yeah, go check that out. Absolutely. All right. So, listen, thanks, everyone, for hanging out there. Lots of people are saying congratulations um, to you and to Joe on the baby. That's, you know, awesome. Uh, Great news. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to run in the end, then I'm going to come back here, and you're going to hit everyone with some words of wisdom. Raquel, words of wisdom from from the mama. Mama, American mama gun check, something like that. Uh, I don't know. I got to figure it out. But, uh... (laughs) <laughs> you're going to be doing that. I'm going to run the end in here. Big thanks to everyone. Everyone be safe out there. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, let me run the end in right now. We'll be right back with words of wisdom from Raquel, American Gun Check. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on the show. Really appreciate you guys doing that. Make sure you go to HankStrange.com and uh, check out the different ways that we have on there to support us. We appreciate folks doing that. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and other places. As I've been saying here, we are part of the uh, Firearms Radio Network. So shout out to everyone who's coming in and uh, listening to that there. You know, um, We've still got some bugs to work out with that, but I know that there are people listening to it, but we're getting everything worked out. All right, Brickell, words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Um, I would say stand up for something or you'll fall for anything at the end of the day. There you go. Awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, uh, we will see you guys on Monday. Really appreciate everyone coming through, especially American Gun Chick. Make sure you guys go out there and support her. We're out of here. Peace. See ya.